we said we couldn't do that without spending time to study the word as well. Mm -hmm. So studying the word will help us know what the Lord's commands and how he wants us to fellowship in him. So I think remember we use them, if you abide in me and my words and abide in you. Yes, we used that then. And um, we also mentioned how the um, word of God is what gives our spirit man what to pray. So it's Mm -hmm. it's the um, amount of the word you have in you that you can actually use in the place of prayer. That that also took us into, then we moved into prayer being also a way we could fellowship with the Holy Spirit and Mm -hmm. how... um, Prayer is not just a one-way conversation. It's a two-way mm-hmm. communication between you and God. And how people have been mistaking um, the way they had been approaching prayer, where they just come and drop all their requests or make their heart known without waiting to hear from God. So when you pray, you should wait to hear from God. And also, um, that's what helps you build intimacy. So you know what the heart of the Father is saying. And mm-hmm. um, it's the Holy Spirit that also helps us pray because we actually do not know what to pray. But through the Holy Spirit, we pray the will of the Father. Mm-hmm. And I think um, for me, putting it in practice, I've decided I've decided to make a conscious effort, like waking up in the morning, good morning, Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. speak to the Holy Spirit from time to time. So it's not only in the place of prayer or when I dedicate my dedicated time to Pray. Mm-hmm. So I try as much as possible during the course of the day to just commune with the Holy Spirit, I believe, and hopefully we're growing and looking for your feedback. So good. You've really finished my note, too. <laughs> <laughs> Which one would you allow me to preach now? You, you just run through everything. No, no, we are. You, we still have Thanksgiving. I think you said today we're going to do Thanksgiving. I can't remember the update. You mentioned Thanksgiving. So I think we still have Thanksgiving. So you teach us that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. She answered for all of us. Exactly. Just went through. <laughs> Praise God. You should have stopped me. Oh, uh, sorry. I was just. <laughs> You're in the spirit. I like that. I like that. That's what I'm talking about. Um, thank you for that. Um, uh, the reason why we need to always go back to refresh our mind, because sometimes you, know, you may feel like, you know, you know, you, you remember, but until you start to talk about it, you may not you know, fully remember the details, but you must explore, you must activate, you must, you must, you must practice these things, you know. Um, these teachings that I'm doing, it's not coming from study, especially through fellowship of the Holy Spirit. It's coming from my day-to-day work with the Spirit, you know. So that's what I'm, and everything is found in Scripture, even though I did not go to Scripture to find them. You know, I, you know, developed, you know, my customized way of working with the Holy Spirit. Know, and then you know, everything is in scriptures. So I'm giving you a practical way to relate with it. With it. Um, one thing I want to say is uh, I was talking to uh, Morocco yesterday. I said something. I said the summary of our work with God is 
just be sensitive to the Spirit. You need to, you need to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit because in little things, in very little things, it can lead you into great things that you can never know. The Holy Ghost, from experience, will not, I repeat, the Holy Ghost will not give you a big invitation to something huge. Are you with me? The Holy Ghost will not give you a big invitation to something huge. It will give you a gentle invitation, a um, still small voice, gentle nudging. It is for you to be able to discern and follow. Are you understanding what I'm talking about? Yes, sir. So you must follow carefully to be able to pick signals in the spirit. Let's read our first Kings chapter 19. First Kings chapter 19. I'm going to read from verse 11. Yeah. First Kings chapter 19. I'll read from verse 11. Uh, just a second. Okay. Okay. And he said, go forth and stand upon the mount before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by and a great and strong wind rent the mountains and break in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still small voice. Do you know that some of us, if we see, because we are used to the, um, what I call the game game encounters of God, where God comes to you, breathes everything. Many people get used to it, but you're not supposed to get used to it. You are, you're so, your spirit mind is supposed to be sensitive enough to discern the Lord, wherever he is. If he's coming as a cloud, if he's coming as a pillar of fire, if he's coming as a pillar of cloud, if he's coming as a wind, if it's coming as fire, you should be able to discern the Lord. Many of us, and I, I want to say this, many of us, because our first encounters with God came with noise, just as God does with a lot of people. I was speaking to someone over the week, I believe, or last week, I think on Sunday, I was telling them, in the beginning of your relationship with God, God will mesmerize you to draw you in. He will give you goosebumps. You know, when the presence of God comes, you just feel goosebumps. Like, oh, Lord, I feel your presence. Yes, that's good. But don't stay there. If you depend on that, you will struggle because God wants you to mature. As you grow in the things of the Spirit, 
you are supposed to mature to the point that your feelings do not dictate your status with the Lord. His word is everything. If you see Romans chapter 4, from verse um, 12 downwards, if I'm not mistaken, but Romans 4, uh, down to 17, thereabout, talking about Abraham. The Bible says that Abraham considered not the deadness of Sarah's womb. Are, are we communicating today? Is someone with me following me care, care, uh, carefully? He considered not. But before I go there, let me finish uh, this verse I'm reading in 1 Kings 19. God said to him, go and stand on the mount. I'm coming. The Lord passed by. A great and strong wind rent the mountains. But the Lord was not in. It was not in. I'm breaking the, in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. I'm sure many of us, when we see that kind of thing, we're like, wow, God is so great. Do not put your experience with God. Hmm? Don't put your experience with God in the loud things. Those things are spectacular, but God is not always in the spectacular. God is always supernatural. Okay? Sometimes he does the spectacular, but constantly from morning to evening, God is supernatural, but not always spectacular. The devil likes spectacular, so that's why it makes a lot of noise, drama, ooh, you know, moves around like a roaring lion, like, not, he's not. But Jesus, is the lion of the tribe of Judah, but the devil he goes around like a roaring lion. So he likes to do all those gymnastics just to make people feel, because people like activities. Praise God. But God was not there. I remember my first year of getting born again. Man, the encounters I had were out of this world. I'm not sure anyone has encounters like me. You know, Jesus visited me regularly, talked to me, teach me things, speak to me, pray for me, and all those things. Angels will come physically, they will come. But I was so afraid to even speak to them. You know, they were tall. I was looking at them like this, but I was afraid. I, I was hiding so they could not talk to me. And they left. So I had a lot of supernatural encounters when I was just standing up. But as I began to mature, I'm like, hey, Lord, now I'm ready. Now I, I, I want to ask questions. Now I want to I want to say, hey, when you come, say, hey, what did you say? No encounter again. <laughs> Why? Because God wants you to grow in his word. He has given you his word. The word of God is supernatural enough. Praise God. You are too quiet for my liking today. I need feedback today. Today I need feedback. Amen? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Come on. Amen. 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 See what I'm talking about? So the wind came, broke the rock in pieces. Someone will say, this is God. Nobody can tell me otherwise. This is God. But the Lord was not there. 
what if God was not in the wind, but Elijah thought God was in the wind? He would have missed God. Fire came. God was not in the fire. Earthquake. God was not there. After the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still small voice. The reason why fire is interesting here is because Elijah just came from calling down fire from heaven. Are we together? He just came back from demonstrating that God is God and fire came. If God, if I be a man, let fire come from heaven. Fire came. And now there's fire in front of him and God was not in the fire. Many of us are where God used to be. God has moved, but we refuse to live there. Say, no, God was in this place and I did not know. Like our brother Jacob, God was in this place and I did not know. That's, that's not the plan. That's not the plan of God. You must be discerning enough to know where God is. Where he is, not where he was. Amen. In the Old Testament, God operated through the law, through Moses. In the New Testament, grace through Jesus. Many people, many Jews still do not believe that the Messiah has come. They are still waiting that one day the Messiah will come. Because the Messiah that came did not come with earthquake. The Messiah that came did not come with fire. The Messiah that came did not come with, with, uh, with wind. Because they're expecting the spectacular. When Moses was introducing them to God, the dark cloud covered the mountains. There was a lot of spectacular things. The pillar of cloud was covering them during the day to shield them from the heat. And at night, when it gets cold, the pillar of fire. So they were used to spectacular. And when they said the Messiah was going to come, they expected one to come, riding in the clouds. Hallelujah. With angels heralding. Oh, uh, praise the Messiah. The Messiah is coming. Hey, coming through. Gaga, gaga. Fire everywhere. Fire emojis everywhere. I everywhere. That's what they were expecting. But this guy came and he was in a manger because there was no room. Remember, not because they didn't have money to get a room, but there was no room available. And he grew up as a carpenter's son and he was a carpenter. Ah, this cannot be the Messiah. That's why they frustrated, they tried to frustrate his ministry till the end. They were used to the spectacular. Many of us will say, yeah, that was the old testament uh, you know that was those days but it's still happening today many of us are still depending and waiting many 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 of us are still waiting for the spectacular god gives you the spectacular to catch your attention the bush was burning and moses looked he said i will go and observe what this is the spectacular attracts amen the spectacular will attract you but you must grow in the knowledge of his word. For you to fellowship effectively, you must know his word. Praise God. The person I was speaking with said, you know, I feel like, you know, I don't feel God's presence anymore. And I said, why do you feel, why, why do you think so? In the beginning, did you used to feel, you know, goosebumps? You used to just cry. 
She said, yes. I was like, okay, now you don't do that anymore. Like, yeah. But what did the Bible say? He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. That was his promise. That was his word. So when my feelings fail, I go to the word. The word should be the backup. The word should be my UPS, uninterrupted power supply. The word should be my uh, inverter. When my power source gets out of the word, should, what does his word say? He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Even if my feelings tell me otherwise, he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So I can declare God is with us, not because I'm feeling something, not because I'm seeing anything, but because his word said so. Hallelujah. Is someone getting anything today? Yes, sir. God was not in the wind. Sometimes the spectacular can come and God is not, will not be in it. You must be discerning enough. You must be discerning enough. I, I said it in one of the Bible stories. I was going to tell you guys. Uh, what is the man that you are mindful of? Or you, refuse, you forgot to ask me. So I'll wait. When you're ready to ask me, I'll tell you. No, no, we didn't forget. I've been wanting to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I won't forget. <laughs> what God put in man is a deposit of himself. So without man, God is incomplete. Sell a moment. Wow. God deposited a part of himself into man. That's why God has been pursuing after man. Generation to generation. Man did not pray and ask for the Savior to come by himself. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He came to bring restoration, to bring reconciliation from man to himself. God is incomplete without man. That is why man is incomplete without God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You are not complete. You try everything. Pursue after money. Get the money. There will be something that's still missing. So what people do, they go after temporal high, they go after cocaine, they go after uh, weed, they go after cigarettes, they go after sex, they go after things, trying to fill that void that only him can fill. Nothing compares to him. That's why when you are in the presence of God, there's this fulfillment that you have. There's this, you are, you are, you are, you are, you are made whole, you are complete. When his presence comes, when, when you are fellowshipping, you are worshipping, you are listening to his word, you just feel good. Even if there are challenges that are piled up from here to the mountain. When you are with him, all is well. Amen. The world keeps chasing after different things, trying to fill that void but only him can feel it. Is someone with me tonight? Yes, sir. Without him, yes, you are incomplete. That's why you, felt you spent six hours fellowshipping yesterday. 
But this morning, you miss 10 minutes. Something is already missing again. You're like, <laughs> but the six hours should have lasted me for one week. No, day after day. That's why the songwriter, uh, David, in Psalm 63, my soul longed after thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. First there talks about the spirit. No spirit. Remember Jesus on the cross said, I thirst. Why? Because the spirit of God was separated from him. For the first time, he was separated from his father. And he said, I thirst. Why have thou forsaken me? Because they've been together for peons before creation. For the first time, there was a separation. And he said, I thirst. That's why Jesus said, they that thirst. Come unto me, of your thirst, and I will give you. He was talking about the spirit. Amen. On my bed, I will meditate on you. Fellowshipping with the Holy Ghost is coming into completion. That's the only way. The, 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 without you, he's incomplete. That's why he's chasing after you. Why do you think scripture says, he that watches over Israel, Israel now, talk about we all, neither slumbers nor sleep. Wait, everybody, stop. Look at me. Do you, don't, will you, yes, like, you know, we do Bible study for, you know, one, two hours sometimes. You know, for that two hours is okay. You are looking at me, you're watching me, you're listening, and you're getting blessed. Can you look at me for 24 hours <laughs> without getting bored? Somebody answer. I know I'm a fresh boy, and I know I understand. But, but can you just be looking without getting <laughs> bored? You can you you will be bored to your truth, but the Bible says he. He that watches over us, neither slumbers nor sleep. I've shared with you all here, uh, the day I saw my angel was looking at me. Close range. Close range. Why? He has given his angels charge over you. So you are incomplete without him. He is incomplete without you. If God opens your eyes to see an angel, you will wonder by yourself what God is doing pursuing you. Is it beauty? They are beautiful. They are perfect in beauty. Is it voice? Singing? They are perfect in voice. Is it loyalty to him? They are perfect in loyalty. But you, you are stubborn, you are disobedient, you are every day repenting. God, I'm sorry. But he's still pursuing after you. Have you asked yourself, what is in man that thou art mindful of him? What does mindful mean? Your mind is full of him. If you have this understanding, fellowship will be an effortless thing. It won't be a struggle. It won't be, oh, I'm tired today. No. Sometimes you will sleep. Sometimes you'll be tired. Sometimes he will tell you sleep. You, are, you need to rest. We are not trying to fulfill all righteousness. No. We are going to a place where we are made whole. That's where we are going. Hallelujah. 
the nudging of his spirit. Oh, he will, he, he will nudge you very gentle nudges that will lead to something huge. Intimacy with the Holy Ghost comes by one-on-one -on -one conversations. Via comes. First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 2. First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 2. I read. He, for he that speaketh in an unknown tongue, speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him. Howbeit in the spirit he speaketh mysteries. Howbeit in the spirit he speaketh what? Mysteries. He that speaks does not talk to men. You are talking to him one-on-one. One-on-one. -on -one. It may not make sense to you. But your spirit man, your spirit man will receive of him. Thank you, Tumulay. For one who speaks in an unknown tongue does not speak to people, but to God. For no one understands him or catches his meaning. But by the Spirit, he speaks mysteries. And he explains, says, secrets, truths, hidden things. How can we pass information without being infiltrated by the enemy? Tongues, hidden things from father to child. It passes down to you. If three of us are standing and both of us understand the language and the third person does not understand the language and we want to communicate something of utmost secrecy and importance, we switch to that language. You can't fellowship with the Holy Ghost without praying in tongues. As the Spirit gives the utterance. One of the way last week we talked, we touched on Isaiah chapter 54, where, where it said, enlarge the place of thy tent. Enlarge your capacity. How do you enlarge your capacity? Praying in tongues, stretching in the spirit, praying long hours in the spirit. Your, your spirit capacity begins to enlarge. You begin to navigate dimensions. Are we together tonight? How be it? He speaketh mysteries. You speak mysteries. You must talk to the Holy Ghost. You must practice speaking with the Holy Spirit. You must. It doesn't just happen out of the blues where you just wake up and say, "Oh, I'm in fellowship with the Holy Ghost." No, you must practice it. Why? Because he is with you. John chapter 14, verse 16 to 17. John chapter 14, verse 16 to 17. John chapter 14, verse 16 to 17. I read, and I will pray the Father, Jesus speaking, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. You see that? I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, 
The Greek there says, Alos Paraklati, another of the same kind, another of the same quality. In plain words, another me. That he may abide with you forever. The Holy Ghost is going nowhere until we leave this earth. There is a dispensation of God the Father in the Old Testament. Dispensation of God the Son when he came on earth. And right now we're in the dispensation of the Spirit. He will abide with you forever. He's not leaving. So stop thinking that he's leaving or he has left. Verse 17. Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but you know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. Now, this was Jesus speaking before he died and ascended, before the outpouring of the Spirit came on the day of Pentecost. He said, the world cannot receive because the world operates in the, in the realm of seeing is believing. But we in the kingdom, we operate the realm of believing is seeing. So the world cannot receive the Holy Spirit because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but you know him. For he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. How many of you know that the Holy Ghost is in you? How many of you know that the Holy Ghost is in you? I do, sir. Is there anybody that does not know? Let me know. Let me clear that down quickly. Anybody does not know that the Holy Ghost is in you? I do. You don't know the Holy Ghost is in you. That was a mistake. When you said, do you know, I raised my hand. Better. If not, we would have sent you to Holy Ghost Island. Praise God. He will be in you. First John chapter 4, verse 4, he said, be of good cheer, little one, for you have overcome them. For greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Greater, more powerful, more glorious is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You ought to celebrate when you see scriptures like this. Because you're already victorious. You're already victorious. Even without fighting a battle, you're already victorious. Ye of God, little children, and have overcome them. Excuse me. Now let's ask the question. If you say I've overcome them, the next question should be, when did we have that battle where I overcame them? I don't remember fighting, but he said you have already overcome. He in you makes you an overcomer. <laughs> you are an overcomer. Can you please respond and tell yourself, I am an overcomer. I am an overcomer. Everybody, say it. You don't necessarily have to unmute your mic, but say it because you need to speak to yourself. You need to know because these words are not just words that are just there to, but, but I don't feel like an overcomer. No, this is what he said. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them. You are already an overcomer. What is the premise of this overcoming grace that you talk about? Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Greater is he that is in you. The one that is in you is an already an overcomer. 
So because he's in you, automatically extends that overcomer title to you because he's in you. Are we together tonight? Follow me. The Holy Ghost will be in you. He's with you. In the Old Testament, in the light of days of Samson, Elisha, the prophet, Elijah, with the great and mighty things that they did, they only had the hand of God upon. And the hand of God talks about the spirit of God. So they only had the spirit of God upon them, not within. But now we, oh Jesus, we have him within us, with us, upon us, around us, and over us. <laughs> Glory! Kilamo fatia bata. There's something to rejoice about. He's in you. You are an overcomer. In the place of fellowship is the place where he tells you who you are. The world, if you do not define who you are, I promise you this, the world will define it for you. I repeat, if you are not able to define who you are, if you don't know who you are, you don't know your identity, the world will give you an identity. And I promise you, the identity they will give you will not be good. Have you not noticed that a seed, a soil, that nothing is planted, something grows? A soil, a ground, that nothing, nobody planted any seed, something grows. And tell me what it is that grows there. Always weed that grows. Always something that is not useful to anybody that grows in the ground. When that's that's the system of the world. If you don't define who you are, they will define you, and they will give you the worst of names. And funny enough, many believers have believed what the word has said concerning them. Fellowship is the place where He tells you who you are. Fellowship. Let's read the scripture. Let's go to Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians chapter three, verse sixteen. Second Corinthians chapter three, verse eighteen. I apologize. Is someone getting blessed tonight? I know that we can never finish this, um, this subject of fellowship. It's impossible to finish. Second Corinthians chapter 3. I read from verse 17. Oof, there's so many good things in this scripture. I don't know which one I want to read first. Okay, let me read um, verse 17 and 18. Now, the Lord is that spirit. This point is very important that you must note. The Lord is that spirit. So, the Lord is the spirit. So, the spirit is Lord. Some of you, you always command the Holy Spirit. <laughs> I beg of you, don't command the Holy Spirit. Please. Please. Okay? 
Command your neighbor. Command me, self, no problem. Don't command the Holy Spirit. He is Lord. The Lord is our spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. For we all, but we all with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord. I want to break this down. Beholding. So imagine, have a picture of your spirit man. A mirror in front of you. What do you see? A reflection of who you are. Correct? But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, we are being transformed into the same image that we see. We are being transformed into the same image that we see from glory to glory, just by us, the Spirit of God. But this does not make sense. If I'm in front of a mirror, the mirror is already reflecting what I am. But why am I now transformed into the same image in the mirror? Why? Because this is what the Bible is telling you. But we are with unveiled faces, beholding us in the mirror, the glory of the Lord. So in the word of God is where I come to see my identity. So when the world calls me unproductive, useless, uh, a failure, I take the word of God and look on it as a mirror. And I check, does he call me unproductive? No, I take that. I, that, that word off my vocabulary. Does it call me a failure? No. Does it call me someone that is not, not, not worthy of, of being saved? No. So the word of God is now my reflection. So we are with an unveiled face beholding us in a mirror, the glory of the Lord. So the glory that the Lord is showing forth is what I'm being transformed into. I repeat, let me take that again. So I take the word of God, which is as a mirror, and I look on it, and I see my identity in there. I find my expression in there. I see who I am, who he has made me in there. And then I'm changed when I find something. Oh, I, 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 help me, help me, Lord, to, to explain this. When I find something that defines me, I'm transformed into that image that I've seen in his word. Does anyone get what I'm saying? Anybody? So the way I come, the way I appear before the mirror, before the world, does not matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. The world may put me down, you know, kick me, beat me. No problem. Just give me a chance to look on that mirror. The mirror of the word of God has transformational effects. It has transformational powers to transform you into what it is you have seen. Oh, Jesus. I, I don't know if I'm getting the right words. I'm using the right words to explain what I'm talking about. So I'm looking at my, my, what he has said concerning me in the word. Then I'm transformed. I'm transformed. So the word of God has, oh, let me use another scripture to explain this. Let me use a scripture to explain this. 
אה, כי בוכו פיסיתי בעל הקוש כסי קראת איש כבל אנוס כתיין. הם יוזו סקריפטור. Okay, Genesis chapter 30. Uh, let me read, it's quite a long read. Uh, let me just, just jump a couple of things. Are we together? Someone's still following me and hearing me clearly? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. Genesis chapter 30. For your private study, you can read from verse 27, but uh, I don't want to read too long. But uh, let me read. Okay, let me, let me read from verse 27. I just read very fast. And Laban said unto him, to Jacob, I pray thee, if I found favor in thine eye, tarry, for I have learned by experience that the Lord has blessed me for thy sake. That's one of the benefits of being a child of God. Anyone associated with you gets blessed just because of you. And he said, appoint me thy wages, and I will give it. That's Laban, after deceiving the man for many years. And he said unto him, Thou knowest how I have served thee, and how thy cattle was with me. Verse 30, For it, it was little which thou hadst before I came, and it, it is now increased unto a multitude. And the Lord had blessed thee since my coming. And now, when shall I provide for my own house also? And he said, What shall I give thee? And Jacob said, Thou shalt not give me anything. If thou wilt do this thing for me, I will again feed and keep thy flock. Verse 32, I will pass through all thy flock today, removing from thence all the speckled and spotted cattle and all the brown cattle among the sheep and the spotted and speckled among the goats and of such shall be my hire. So the speckled ones will be mine, right? And of such shall be my hire. Verse 33, so shall my righteousness answer for me in time to come when he shall come for my hire before thy face, everyone that is not speckled and spotted among the goats and brown among the sheep, that shall be counted stolen with me. So if you look through what I will take, anything that is not speckled that you see with me, just call me a thief, okay? Verse 34. And Laban said, Behold, I would it might be according to thy word. And he removed that day the he goats that were ring strict and spotted, and all the she goats that were speckled and spotted, and everyone that had some white in it, and all the brown among the sheep, and gave them into the hand of his sons. So you see, this man that has been deceiving Jacob now that he said, Okay, I want to give, I want to pay your wages. And he said, I want the speckled one. So he removed all the male from them so that they are not able to reproduce after their kind. Are you seeing the heart of man? 
So he removed them from the flock and gave it to the hands of his sons and set three days journey between him, himself and Jacob. And Jacob fed the rest of Laban's flock. So he removed it so that, okay, let's see how these goats that are plain will produce uh, speckled and spotted. Are, are we still together? Yes. Following me, right? Yes, sir. Yes, we are. Yes, sir. Awesome. Awesome. Praise God. Okay. So, that was I. Okay. Then, and Jacob took him rods of green polar. This is a mystery. And of the hazel and chestnut tree and peeled white streaks in them and made the white appear, which was in the rods. And he set the rod which he had peeled before the flocks in the gutters, in the water, in the watering through, when the flocks came to drink, that they should conceive when they came to drink. And the flocks conceived before the rods and brought forth cattle, ring straight, speckled, and spotted. <laughs> So they conceived why they were looking at something. Now, this is talking about animals who have no understanding of anything. They were just looking at something that was put before them. They were just looking at this thing that was put in front of them, and they were mating while drinking, and they reproduced after what they saw. Hello? Wow. So... What is God telling you? It was an angel that brought that idea to Jacob. This is how to move wealth transfer. This is a strategy. What you behold, you become. Mm. I say again, what you behold, that's what you become. I repeat, what you behold is what you become. So I ask you, what have you been beholding? We all, with unveiled faces, beholding as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord. So when I behold the glory of the Lord, I become a reflection of his glory. If I behold the rejection that the world, what they've called me, I become exactly what I behold. What seest thou? God said. What, what do you see? What have you put in your face and start to look at every day? You will become it. A simple test. If you are driving, put, set your eyes towards your right. Your hands, naturally, without the mind operating, it will follow through to the right. What are you beholding, children of God? But we all, with an open face, beholding us in the mirror, the glory of the Lord. We are changed into the same image from glory to glory. Who does the work? By the Spirit of God. You see why fellowship is important? You must stay in a place of fellowship where he begins to show you your future. He shows you your destiny. He shows you who you are. Tells you you are not a rejected child. You are not an unwanted baby. You are not... You are, not, you are not whatever it is that has been holding you down. Many people are held down by their, their own self-assessment. I'm not enough. So when a spouse begins to treat them otherwise, they say it's true, it's because I'm not enough. 
what do you behold? That's why you must look to the perfect law of liberty. That's where it has the record for you. Last week, Tuesday, I was praying with my wife. We're just praying. And then the Lord highlighted the scripture in my spirit, Isaiah 54. We used that to pray uh, last week, I believe, yeah. Isaiah 54, verse 2, downwards. And he said, expand, enlarge the place of thy tent. So now I have beheld that it is time for expansion. And then I start to look on it prayerfully, looking on it, declaring it. Then naturally expansion starts to reflect in my life. This is what happens behind the scene where people don't know what happens. They just see that your life, you are going from glory to glory. And they're like, how do you do it? This is the, this is the way. This is how it, it works. You behold as in a mirror the glory of the Lord. What is God saying concerning me now? Once I pick that word, I begin to meditate on it. I begin to behold it. As I behold, I become it. Am I talking to some people, children of God today? Yes, sir. What you behold. So place of fellowship, fellowship with the Holy Ghost is a place for beholding. Because when you are there, just loving on him, you are the mighty God, the great I am. He shows you a picture of your future. He shows you a picture of your future. And then you begin to meditate on what you have seen. And as you become, as you begin to look on it, naturally you begin to become like it. One of the superheroes has the traits that whatever they see, they can uh, imitate. I can't remember which superhero. Some of you will know what I'm talking about. You know, in uh, X-Men, I think Tone and X-Men does that. If they can just see you or see your picture, they can assume your, ide your identity. <laughs> Superhero movies be telling you spiritual principles. What are you beholding, people of God? What are you beholding? And you can never behold outside the Holy Ghost. He's the one that shows you what to look at. He's the one, if you see that scripture we just read in 2 Corinthians chapter uh, 3, verse 18, he said the last word there was even as by the Spirit of God. Even as what? By the Spirit of God. It is the Spirit of God that helps you to become what you behold. That only happens in the place of fellowship. That happens in a place of fellowship. He shows you. So we're praying. And then this Lord dropped the scripture in my heart. And I opened it. Enlarge the place of your tent. And let them stretch out the curtains of your dwelling. Do not spare. Lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. If you go down verse 3 and 4, you... Strengthen your stakes. What is God telling you? Expand this time. So I got an answer. Oh, I've been operating in a little space for long. It's time for me to expand. That's what he has said. I start to read it over and over again. As I'm looking at it, I'm becoming it. As I'm declaring it in my mouth, I'm becoming it. Then someone will look at me from outside and say, wow, you're just expanding everywhere. 
says the glory of God that I've seen. Did you not hear in scripture? He said, looking not, while we look not at the things that are seen, that are temporal, the things that are not seen are eternal. The things that you see, the limitations that you see, they are temporal. The challenges that you behold, they are temporal. Hey, joy is eternal. A glorious manifestation of his word is eternal. His destiny concerning you is eternal. Why we look not at the things that are seen? Romans chapter 4 talks about, he said, uh, talking about God, who calls for things that be not as though they were. He said, Abraham considered not the deadness of Sarah's womb, fellowship. When you come out of fellowship, you will stop considering all the suggestions that life throws at you. He considered not the deadness of Sarah. He staggered not in faith. He was giving glory to God. Why? In the place of fellowship, you God gives you an opportunity to see his abilities. He shows you through history that he has never failed for once. He is not going to start failing with you. Hello? He will tell you that he has never failed in the time past in a strong challenge where the children of Israel were standing in front of a Red Sea. It was not heard of before that time. It was not heard of after that time. God is still in the business of giving uh, uh, customized testimonies to you. Mm. The children of Israel say, you have brought us to kill us. He said, let me show you on a straight forth the rod of your hand. And in the book of Psalms, they told us what really happened behind the scene. They say a blast from the nostrils of God. The sea opened. The sea opened up for people to walk in. Me, over three million people were walking on foot. Do you know how many people, a hundred thousand people are physically? They talk of three million were walking <laughs> on foot. The waters were waiting. The fishes that needed to cross to the other side had to wait for three million people to pass through. Hey, you don't know God. That's why you doubt sometimes. You don't know God. You don't know God. Don't know, you don't know the greatness of God. If you do, you will not doubt. You may think you do, you may assume you know him. But if you really know him, you will know that all things are working together for your good. The great I am. <laughs> uh, the greatness of his power is in the place of fellowship that he begins to just introduce himself to you. He said, he would tell you words. He would tell you like, you know, in the word, a very gentle voice. Uh, these are the things that the word has shown you, but let me show you something that happened that was not recorded. It will give you customized dealings. You don't know him. So I was to just repent and say, Lord, I, I agree that I don't know you. 
Because the Bible says, they that know their God shall be strong and do exploit. That's what he said. They that do know their God, not those that assume that they know him, not those that have a figment of imagination of who he is, but they that do know their God, the ones that really, really know him, are strong in the process of knowledge, strength comes. And the natural reaction for them is exploits. Not everybody. No, not everybody. But the ones that know him, they will do exploits. The ones that do what? The ones that know him. They will do great exploits. The ones that know him will do great exploits on a day-to-day -day basis just by knowledge of him. They that know their God. Sheko barakasifreni kabaite kolua. Matthew chapter 11, verse 29. Matthew 11, 29. Matthew 11. I'll read from verse 28. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He's not saying, don't come if your labor is too heavy. The heavy ladder, come. I will give you rest. Then see what he said in verse 29. Take my yoke upon you. Learn of me. I don't know why the children of God keep avoiding this, this word, this simple word. Learn of me. Learn of me. That's what happens in Bible study. We learn of him. We learn of him. We learn of him. It's in the learning of him that we increase in the knowledge of him. And as we increase in knowledge of him, then we begin to do exploits. They that know their God shall do exploits. Learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and there you shall find rest for your souls. You will find what? Rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. For my yoke is easy, my burden is light. Learn of me. Learn of me. For there, in learning of me, you will find rest for your souls. 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 But people still ignore that part and come crying and praying, oh God, learn of me. Learn of me. Learn of me. How can you learn of him without him teaching you? Fellowship. Place of fellowship is where he tells you about himself. He tells you what you like. He tells you what he doesn't like. Three days ago, I was fellowshipping with the Lord and he said something amazing out of many things. See what he said. He said, 
Okay, let me share two things. Because you guys are nice this evening. I'll share two things. He said, the limit is not with me, but it is with the understanding of men. The limit is not with him. It's in the understanding of men. So it is their understanding that puts a limit to how far God can do. And God will follow you the way you follow him. Say, draw near to me and I will draw near to you. Whatever hand you deal with God, he will give you that same hand back. So don't think how God deals with you is the highest of God's capacity. It's a lie. <laughs> Do not for one second think that the level that God is interacting with you, that's the highest of God's capacity. No, it's only mirroring what you bring. That's why he says, strengthen your stakes. Strengthen your stakes. And he will show you that he's equal, he's able to match whatever you bring to the table. That the limit is not with me, but with the understanding of men. Second thing he said, and this is for ministers here. He says, stay away from strife, backbiting and bitterness, as these are the constrictors of the anointing. That's what the Holy Ghost said to me. Stay away from strife. Backbiting and bitterness, for these are the constrictors. They they squeeze life out of the anointing. Out of the anointing, the great anointing, this thing will, will choke that anointing and they will not be able to find expression. And you'll be wondering, Lord, am I not anointed? He has told me. I didn't come there asking him to tell me what I did. No, I came to fellowship. And in the place of fellowship, I learned of him. He's the one that gives the anointing. So he tells you these are the characteristics of this anointing that you are working in. If you want it to blossom, stay away from these things. How will I have known? How? Show up for fellowship. He said, before that, he said, the limit is not with me. I'm going to echo this again and again. Somebody, I pray one person hears it. The limit is not with the Lord. The limit is not with God. It is with the understanding of men. So learn of me. Increase and upgrade your understanding and you will see God move on your behalf. I say again, do not think that the way God deals with you is the highest capacity of God. It's not true. The moment you upgrade your understanding of him, the more that say before you do it, he has upgraded as well. This was the God that a man called Moses was telling him, repent. Don't you want to kill these people? Repent. They will, they will say you cannot protect them. That's why you brought them out to kill them. And he said he repented. Another man, when the Ark of Covenant wanted to fall, he went to help the Ark. He died on the spot. <laughs> hey. Understand it. He wanted to do a good thing. He wanted to help God. How, How will it be heard that in my generation I'm here standing and then the Ark of Covenant falls? No, I'm a good man. God has been so good. Let me help him. Let me help him hold it. He died on the spot. But another man was with him and said, repent. 
And God said, okay, I will repent. What was the difference between these two men? All this come in the place of fellowship. Fellowship, you begin to hear I pray that I'm, I'm, I'm speaking this right, the way it's burning in my heart. Pray, pray, I pray. She Understanding. Understanding. That's the difference. Understanding. They don't know their God. Let's go to Jeremiah chapter. Uh, what is the scripture? My heart is going to Jeremiah 29 11. I know what's there. That's not what I'm looking for. Is someone blessed tonight? Anybody blessed tonight? Yes, sir. We're blessed. Yes. Let me look for this scripture. I'm looking for 29 or Is Jeremiah 9 23, not the other ways. This is why I encourage people come to Bible study. The things that we share in Bible, we can't type all these things on the group. The group is just capturing 5% of the capacity that we do. Jeremiah chapter 9. Verse 23. Uh, to please put up 24 as well. 23 and 24. Thus says the Lord, let not the wise man glory in his wisdom. Let not the mighty man glory in his might. Nor let the rich man glory in his riches. Verse 24. Twenty-four. But let him that glorieth glory in this, that he understandeth and knoweth me, that I am the Lord which exercise loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight, says the Lord. Are you seeing that? Let not the wise man glory in his wisdom. The mighty man should not glory in his might. Let not the rich man glory in his riches. He that wants to glory should glory in this, that he understands and know me. I know many people say that, oh, it's impossible to know God completely. Yes. But there is a measure of God that has been revealed and he wants you to know. He said, let him who glory, glory in this, that he understands and knows me. 
that you understand me. That's what God is saying. That I am the Lord, exercising loving kindness, judgment and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight, says the Lord. So I want to please God. I look for the things that he delights in and I begin to do so. Fellowship. Hello. God is revealing himself all the time. Oh, so no, God is a mystery. Just leave God. No, he's telling you one, one of his characteristics here. Let him who glory, glory in this that he understands and knows me. One of the things you need to know about the Lord, he loves fellowship. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship, the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit. He loves it. So there you go. You have one knowledge of him now. He loves fellowship. So I position myself to be a part of that fellowship. He has deposited a part of himself in me. So without me, he's incomplete. Jesus is called the bridegroom. The church is his bride. Together, one, the two have become one. He is the head. We are the body. Have you ever seen any head walking on his own? Will you stand? Will you not run? He's, he's incomplete without us. He is the head of the church. We all collectively are the body of Christ. That's why we are called the body of Christ. He's the head. Am I sharing something tonight? Is the head. And we are the body. Hello? My quiet house again. We're here. We're listening. So you see why? He's looking for you everywhere you go. Searching. You are his body. You are his bride. Let him that glory, glory in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord, exercising loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness in the earth. For in these do I delight. So I take note of it, okay? God delights in loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness. The things I'm sharing tonight are strong meats. It's not for everybody. No. Most people like the shortcuts of sweet things. Oh, receive your miracle and all. If you, if you understand these things, miracle will be a daily occurrence. This is the call. Amen. Praise God. These things why delights. These things why delights. 
you know, learn of him. In the place of fellowship, he begins to tell you about himself. He begins to reveal himself to you. Things that you have no idea, things that you know, but you didn't know that it was that deep, but he will open it up to you. Fellowship. Fellowship. The Holy Ghost is the teacher. Every teacher needs feedback in the proper school setting. John chapter 14, verse 26. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. He's a teacher. He will teach you. That's why sometimes after I speak, if the place is too quiet, I need to be sure that you still hear me. I'll ask you, can you hear me? And then you respond, yes. Then I, I know where I'm going. But if I keep talking and talking and nobody's responding, I don't know if you're hearing me. I don't know if the network is bad, but I keep talking and talking. A lot of information will be lost in transit. The Holy Ghost is your teacher. That's why you must speak to him. You must ask questions. You must receive feedback. When he gives you information that's good, you say, wow, you get excited and give glory to God. <laughs> he will teach you all things. In 1st John or 2nd John or 3rd John, I don't remember now, he said the anointing that you have received of him, you don't need any man to teach you. He will, he will teach you. Teach you. The Holy Ghost is a teacher. He will teach you strategy for business. He will teach you strategy for that exam that is so difficult. He will teach you what to do, but you don't engage long enough. He's a teacher. Allow him to teach you. You must talk to the Holy Ghost. For some of you, start, yes, I don't hear any feedback, no problem. Keep showing up. Or could the challenge be like, like Elisha, that the Lord was not in the wind. The Lord was not, God has been speaking to you, but you don't know. You are not aware that he has been speaking, clearly, because you're expecting his voice to come with earthquake. My daughter, like they've done in movies, with the God has baritone voice. That's what people expect. So when you hear a light, still small voice, you ignore. This is not God. This is my mind. Is your mind that intelligent to tell you what is going to happen tomorrow? Is your mind that sensitive to give you the solution? Your mind. You're not able to discern him. God was here. God came in the fire last time. So anytime I see fire, I know that's God. That's a lie. He was in the fire yesterday, but today he came as a still small voice. I'm able to discern him. Why? I am, I am his body. He's my head. So I know his voice. I may not recognize it from you know, head knowledge, but my spirit man knows. The spirit of God bears witness with our spirit that we are the sons of God. He bears witness. How do you know you are born again? I cannot explain, sir. I just know that I know. 
When did heaven ring a bell and say, yes, brother Steve, from the heavens, we now confirm your name has been written now. So go ye, you are now born again. <laughs> no, my spirit bears witness from the Holy Ghost that I'm born again. I know I'm saying a lot tonight, so some of you may need time to chew on these things. He will teach you all things. That spirit you got, ah, he will give you directions. He will give you directions. Isaiah chapter 30, verse 21. And thine ears shall hear a word behind thee, saying, This is the way. Walk ye in it when you turn to the right hand and when you turn to the left. This is the way. Walk ye in it when you turn to the right hand and when you turn to the left. This is the way. This is not the way. This is the way. Yes, this is the correct way. No, 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 this is not the right way. This is the right way. You have your own inner witness, inner compass directing your path. You want to come? I say, no, don't go out today. Today is a bad day. Don't go out today. Stay indoors and worship and praise. And if you are foolish enough to obey, then you hear what happens to those who went outside. We are not of them that are ignorant. We are not of them that draw back in the day of battle. We are not of them who do not have a guide. We have a guide, the Holy Ghost. Eh? Without the Holy Ghost, we'll be useless. We will be, we'll be wasted. Did you not hear of a man called Elisha? That he was giving the secret of the enemy to his own king. And the king was so angry, said amongst his people, Who is betraying me here? Who is giving our secret to the enemy? Everywhere we lay trap for them, they don't come there. And the one said, There is a prophet in the midst who his ears can hear your conversation in this room. That's when the man said, Go and ensure you kill that man. Is it not foolish? A man that can hear your conversation in your bedroom, you are now sending from your bedroom that they should go and kill you. You know, the foolishness of men is very foolish. <laughs> and your ears shall hear voice behind you saying, This is the way walking in. Don't go there, there's a trap there. Many children of God who have no business dying have died. Many of them have died before their time. They'll go to heaven, quite all right. But they left before accomplishing the purposes of God. That's why he said, I shall not die, but live to declare the works of God. To declare his works means to bring his purpose that they are putting my hand to pass. So if I die we, we, without birthing, show me like he wants me to birth it and I die. Someone else may not, yes, yeah, someone else may try and do, but they may not be able to deliver it because Tommy was embedded in my DNA. So when I'm sleeping, I'm eating, I'm drinking, everything I'm doing, I can produce so me. Why? It's in me. If another man carries that assignment, yeah, he will try to the best of his capacity, but so me may never reach its full potential. Am I communicating tonight? May never reach its full potential. 
That's why my ears must be. My ears shall hear a voice behind me. It's safe now, you can come. It's safe now, you can move. Any children of God have no business suffering what they are suffering. Their ears cannot hear. Their ears cannot hear. Have we been blessed tonight? Yes, sir. Oh, pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Shako <laughs> Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Everyone have any questions? Hallelujah. You have any questions before we pray and uh, call it a night? Any question? Any questions? No questions. Um, I'm going to share a quick testimony now. Uh, but before I do so, uh, Marooks, can you please share with us um, what you, you, you shared with me earlier 
about um, you know finally appearing before God, and all you can ask for is a car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, can you hear me? Yes. That, for those that don't know, that's our timekeeper, the one that used to ensure we close. Uh... Please, let's see your face. Oh, enemy. He's the other guy that was in the rap video. No, I know. I know his face. I want him to come on with his face now. So that when he's talking to my testimony, I'll tell him it's time. His time is up. You should not go stay too long. <laughs> okay. Um, what, was I, what was I going to say? Okay, so um, yeah, so I had this experience where I was studying, and uh, that word sunk. It just it stayed with me. Where the man of God said, um, "We don't, we don't know, um, we don't know God enough." But how can we come before he who was before time mm. and be asking for a car <laughs> and be asking for for a house? We're asking for material things, things that in the blink, I mean, in the snap of a finger, he would, he would make it not exist anymore. But our focus should actually be on asking for stuff that are eternal. You know, it takes us back to that scripture that says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. You know, and then all these other, all these other things, which are just, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't want to use the word irrelevant because they have their purposes, but they are just uh, very, very, you know, things that God doesn't even need to yeah. do what he wants to do or what he needs to do, but he chooses to use them anyway. Yeah. So when we pray, what are we asking God for? Mm. Are we asking God for a new house, school fees, car? These are things that a man can give us. Mm. These are things that, I mean, on your own, you don't even you don't even need to fast and pray. Principles that God has set in motion ensure that you can get those things. So you come before God and you're asking for things that you know doesn't have uh, eternal value. Mm. So what we are supposed to be asking for is more of God, more communion, more communication, more intercourse with the Holy Ghost, yeah. more of his presence, more of his word, more rema. So like I, I told someone, like it was when we were discussing with, I was discussing with Steve the other day, and I told him, I said, look, Enoch downloaded, <laughs> downloaded so much of God that his human flesh gave way. That's what happened to Enoch. Enoch walked with God and he was no, his body couldn't take it anymore. So his flesh practically just peeled off yeah. and he left this realm. He left this dimension. He, he couldn't take his flesh with him. So that was what happened to Enoch. So if you, if you want to have the Enoch experience, you know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yeah. I wanted him to share that so that we see Something you know, I said something. If you see the character of God, He gave us the best, which is Himself. For God to love the world, He gave His only begotten Son, Him. He gave Himself. That was very important to, to pick so that we know. I, I don't remember if there's any time that I go into prayer, the request. 
don't I don't I don't remember. I don't remember. I carry burdens or questions in my heart. Let me share how I do it. I carry burdens in my heart, then go into fellowship. He that can read my thoughts will answer some questions that I have. That's why I don't go asking, Lord, this is no, 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 no. Our relationship is deeper than that. If he doesn't want to answer, no problem. I don't get angry that, oh, Lord, you have not answered what I asked you yesterday because I have another three questions today. No, I just, I just want to be where you are. I just want to love on you. I just want to be, I just want to, I just want to just love you. Oof. That's the dimension of fellowship. And then once you have done that, he starts to give you all these things. I feel like sharing one testimony, but maybe I'll leave it for later. Fellowship. I don't know if we can exhaust fellowship in four weeks. I don't think so. Just show up. I told you, I'm not reading your message. Amen. Praise God. Um, I want to invite... Um, our dear sister Timmy Lane to share a quick testimony. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> Someone received goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. Good evening, Pastor Steve. Good evening. Good evening, everyone. Okay, so um, in the last um, five and a half or so years, I've been praying and, in fact, for the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And um, I've gone for different invitation programs, deliverance programs. Um, I remember even in 2019, um, uh, meeting one-on-one -on -one three different times with, um, um, I mean, it was my husband and I, and um, we had gone to Dr. Olukoya. And, you know, I went there really believing that this was it, you know, uh, three different locations. And um nothing happened and I was just like I was just really burnt and just like oh wow you know but even coming out of that you know the Lord convicted me that you know because I had placed my hope in um the man of God and not looking onto God himself um so I kept on praying you know I kept on seeking um and recently in, in the last few um weeks or months I decided to just spend some just you know spend quality time in the place of um fellowshipping um so in doing that um a few days ago I think three days ago I had a revelation where I saw the angel of the Lord come to me and say to me that the Lord is visiting it was so authoritative so direct the Lord is visiting you tomorrow make sure your heart is in order and and then yesterday so yes yeah, so that was the day before yesterday and then yesterday <laughs> our uh, wonderful man of god <laughs> so throughout yesterday yes he was coming so my family and i were just worshiping like oh my god the lord is visiting us like what are we going to do oh my goodness like <laughs> i had never seen that kind of vision and you know, just like, okay, so, you know, obviously we can't obviously prepare food now, but we started worshiping, you know, fellowshipping and just like, okay, 
you know, just basking in, in, in his presence. And, but then along the line, you know, my, my, I was just really down. I think towards the evening, nothing was happening, you know? So like Pastor Steve had somehow intercepted that my heart was heavy. Somehow, I, don't, I can't even like get over it. I can't still wrap my head around it, but he was able to intercept. So, um, we were messaging and then we got on the phone and we were talking and as we're talking he just said stop 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 and he's like <laughs> the holy ghost says you are receiving now now and i'm like what what and then he just he just started praying and all of a sudden you know out of my belly rushed out <laughs> the rivers of using water like i just started speaking in tongues and you know i mean like it's just been <laughs> glorious, you know, <laughs> you know, Holy Ghost gang. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just came. Now that you're claiming gang. Can you imagine? <laughs> Praise God. So, so, so good. Thank you so much for sharing that. And the reason I said earlier in our conversation that, you know, just be sensitive to the leading. Okay. If many of you remember yesterday, I put in a group who has a very, very heavy heart. You know, I don't just say those things because I'm bored. I was doing something else. The presence of God was just strong. And I started to hear words and I was typing in the group. Then God said, who has a very heavy heart? Who has a very, very heavy heart? So I heard that. So I typed, who has a heavy heart? I was about to send. The Holy Ghost said, I didn't say who has a heavy heart. I said, who has a very, very heavy heart? So I edited it and sent in the group. You know, I received messages uh, privately and that led to some conversations. And then she started telling me for five and a half years, she's not been able to receive uh, the gift of tongues, you know. And as we're talking, just talking other stuff, the atmosphere was already, you have to be sensitive. It does not come with rain, earthquake, fire, still small voice. And then the Holy Ghost says, stop, 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 stop. So immediately they were telling me stop. I was telling her, stop. They were telling me stop. I was telling her, stop, stop. And the Holy Ghost said, you will receive it now. Look, you must be bold to say the Holy Ghost said you will receive it now. Because now is not very long. If it doesn't happen now, <laughs> you know, then you, you have excuses where you can say eh, your faith was not strong enough. <laughs> Forgive me, I'm just excited with what God is doing. And the Holy Ghost said, now. She said, okay, okay, I believe, I believe. And as she just said, okay, the atmosphere, we're talking on phone, what's up for? There's no distance in the spirit, people. The atmosphere just switched, and I knew, I started to pray. And less than 30 seconds, or 20 seconds, I don't even know, she busted into, into tongues, of grade five. It didn't start from the grade one. It was overflowing. It's, it's amazing. The rest of testimony we'll hear later. But it was so, it was so, so good. But the reason why I'm, I'm talking about it today is because we would have ignored those gentle nudges and just moved away from it. Just by by following the leading of the spirit. Look, the Lord, when he wants to come mighty, he does not knock mighty. He knocks gently. If you are foolish enough, and I'm the number one foolish man, foolish enough to follow his leading, 
it will lead everywhere. Praise God. If you are sensitive enough, sensitive enough, but see the mystery. Now, I was here doing some work on my system, and then the Lord said, who has a very, very heavy heart. I had no idea the angel of the Lord has spoken to her, said, get your heart in order. Tomorrow, the Lord visits you. So I'm sure she was expecting Jesus to appear, not knowing that one brother somewhere, that just me, God did not tell me, I've told her, I want to visit her. So go, do you understand how this thing works? It doesn't work, you know, in a way that we expect. But me following the leading of the spirit, God brought about the manifestation of his hand. And indeed, God visited them in a way that was unique, not just, do you get what I'm talking about? Because your expectation, he said, my ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. As the heavens are far from the earth, so are my ways. So you may be thinking, okay, this is how God wants to do it. And he does it another way. Then she said that the angel said, I said, look at us talking. How did we, we didn't plan to talk. I did not see her one-on-one -on -one to say, okay, I'm going to talk to her. No. How did the conversation open up? Who has a very, very heavy heart? So the, the criteria of that conversation starting was her day, you know, with one or two things happening to make her have a very heavy heart. Then me, the signal I received was someone has a very heavy heart. Are you, I, I'm teaching you how to interact with the things of the spirit. That's why I'm explaining the, the details. So that in case you are receiving certain signal, you know, you feel like, oh no, it's not as, many of you always say, I, I want it to be as gang as Brother Stephen. No, even Brother Stephen comes in a tiny way. I walk by faith as well. Amen? So God told her, and then God said to me, have a very, very heavy heart. But the day, if the day did not match that word, I'm not sure would have had this conversation, but it matched that word and conversations opened up. And then I was here, able to hear the Holy Ghost said she will receive it now. And then it happened. Why? Because he confirms his word. He confirms his word. Praise God. Anyone still with me tonight? Yes, sir. Amen. So we are, we're talking about this so that you all know. I'm not, you know, I'm not the, like I always say, I'm not assistant Holy Spirit. You all have the same Holy Ghost on the inside of you. But many of us are just too careful. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm not pointing at anyone. But if you know it's you, I'm pointing at you. know it's you. That if the Holy Ghost has said to you, say to this person you're talking to, that the person is going to receive the baptism now, you know you will not say it. Answer. Someone is asking up in my front here. <laughs> don't, don't, don't worry, don't answer. I'm just kidding. But, but you must walk by faith. You must walk by, by trusting him. You must develop relationship over time. And it leads to great miracles and great testimonies that are beyond what we can ever even imagine. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Naya. He really runs after us. Yes, he does. So good. 
Amen. So I'm sure you're blessed by that. Thank you, uh, Timilain, for sharing. God bless you. We appreciate you. We know God is doing greater things in your life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Um, before we pray, anyone want to add something to what we've learned today? We've learned some strong meats, I tell you. Strong, strong meats. Strong meats. Strong meats. Okay, Delphine. Uh, this question for another, but can you explain a flow of tongues as far as it's been part of your normal conversation? Uh, Delphi, can you speak? Let me understand this question when you when you raise. So, um, what I mean, well, good evening or good afternoon for everyone. Good day. Um, good day. <laughs> so, I guess when you were mentioning that, like for me, I think um, when I speak in tongues, it's like utterances. It's never really like. Um, I guess a natural flow, like I'm, I'm not trying to put you in comparison, but just for, for example, like when you're like doing the Bible study, you tend to have tongues as the spirit is leading you. But for me, I can't necessarily just go there. Like it has to be like a, a, a deep time of consecration. So I wanted to know about the difference between like an utterance and versus a flow where it becomes just habitual, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yes, it does. Actually, it does. Uh, thank you for that question. One, when you receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, um, you know, with evidence of speaking in tongues, two things happen. One, out of your belly flows gushes of living waters. That's the utterance you're talking about, where it just keeps pouring. Uh, remember, uh, maybe that was some years ago in uh, the other house where someone, um, Ty received the baptism of tongues. So someone received the baptism of tongues in our house. Oh my goodness, it was a beautiful sight to behold. She kept speaking, she could not stop. You could see her facial expression, like, I want to stop, but Raka you know, you know, she could not, you know, so the utterance, the, 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 the fountains burst open and it was pouring that way, right? So usually that comes in the, the baptism stage, you know, uh, Acts chapter two, when, the uh, uh, Holy Ghost came heavy on the day of Pentecost and like a rushing mighty wind and everybody spoke. So it's usually dramatic sometimes, you know. But once you've received the deposit of the gift, you can, on your own volition, volition, decide to speak in tongues. That's why I always tell us sometimes, start, let's, start, let's begin to pray in tongues. When I'm saying that, I'm not telling you to wait for utterance. I'm telling you, it's in your tongue. It's been given. It's a gift. The gift and calling of the Lord are without repentance. Praise God. So, so, so whenever we say, when I, when I say, let's start speaking in tongues, you, you just begin to speak. I can start speaking in tongues right now. For example, and I'm not thinking about what I want to say. I have received the gift. I can open it and operate it anytime I want. When I'm ministering or in deep intercession, then utterance can come. You know, sometimes I'm, I'm teaching and there are no words to explain what I want to say. Utterance will come from the spirit. I will speak in deep tongues and then I will receive interpretation of what I've just spoken. And then I get words that can describe perfectly. Do you get what I'm talking about? So you are not supposed to always wait for utterance. Okay, when utterance comes, it's usually beautiful, but it is within you 
to begin to speak right now, if you want. Delphine, do you understand what I'm talking about? Yes, thank you. No, Delphine, come back. I want to check something. <laughs> yes, Pastor. <laughs> Can we start praying in tongues now, please? Uh, <laughs> are you kidding? No, I'm not. Right now, go ahead. Okay. Um, I pray with you. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' precious name, we pray. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. So, Delphine, what happened to you? Did you pray in tongues now? I did. Did you receive utterance or you just started to speak? I just spoke. And so I, I just did that to let you know that it's available, you know, and you know, you know, like you always know, our class is always practical. So I'm glad you received that. So walk consciously on this truth and then it will find more expression. Okay. Okay, thank you, Pastor. God bless you. Thank you so much for that question because truthfully, many people always uh, have that um, same um, uh, thoughts and then they are not able to walk in the full manifestation of these things that the Lord has given them. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, Jacqueline, it's so good to have you today join us. How are you? Jacqueline? Jacqueline, you're muted. Uh -huh. Hello, how are you, sir? Very well, thank you. Good to have you. Have you been blessed today? Yes, sir. Amen. Awesome. God bless you. Uh, let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. Tracy, hi. Miriam, hi. I'm seeing my people. Hello, Jess. Hello. Jess Garcia. Hi. Hello. God bless you. This is this your first time here joining us? Yes, it is. Oh, I'm sure you've been blessed thus far. I am. Thank you. God bless you. So let's begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Let's activate. Let's activate something. Let's. I, I feel it stirring in my spirit that something is about to shift. Thank you, Lord. 
I hear the Lord say, for some of us, we need to change the image that we behold. For some of you, your background, your your experiences while growing up, the challenges you face while growing up has formed an image before you. And now you are reproducing the childhood that you so don't like. You are reproducing exactly what you say you don't like about your parents. You are reproducing it on yourself. Why? Because you have beheld your childhood, you have beheld the things that you have seen that you say you don't like, but it's been your focus and that is what has been causing you to walk in the same image. But the Lord said, now is the time to behold a new thing. He said, forget about the things of the past. I will do a new thing. Shall you not know it? And this operation is an operation by the Spirit. I want everyone quietly, everyone stay quiet. Everybody close your eyes. Close your eyes. Is that done? Oh, 
Are your eyes closed? I want you to repeat after me and say, I know who I am. I am the king's key. I am a special breed. I'm not a mistake. I am not my mistakes. Follow me closely. This is an act by the spirit. I'm not just saying motivational words. I am not my mistakes. I am not my mistakes. I am not a mistake. I am not a mistake. For the thoughts that he things towards me. Are thoughts of peace and not evil. To give me an expected end. God is not upset with me. God is not angry with me. God is not looking to punish me for my past deeds. I'm looking at somebody and I'm looking at the year 2012. A very, very significant event happened in your life. And from that time onwards, your life has taken a turn for the worse. But the Lord is repairing that right now as we speak. I just saw the year 2012. 2012 and while i'm looking at it i'm looking at the one go after the two and now it's looking at 2021 which is where we are and god is causing a new is wiping the the slate of the past the enemy has lied to you and told you that god has still been holding that action he's been holding it holding it holding it holding it holding it you don't have to identify yourself but it's talking about an abortion that was done in 2012 2012 an abortion that was done in 2012 i see clearly and the enemy has held you hostage has held you ransom based on that action that you did and has been accusing you heavily telling you that god God is angry with you, telling you that God is punishing you for what you did in 2012. But the Lord said the devil is a liar. He has forgiven you and has cleansed you from all unrighteousness and he has put that sin in the sea of forgetfulness. He does not remember it. So do not walk in the consciousness of that guilt. He said the devil is a liar. He is the one that will keep accusing you, but you need to repeat and speak to the devil say i am forgiven i am saved i am free and no repercussion is coming my way in the name of the lord jesus you understand what just happened 2012 that's a long time that's about how many years now nine years devil is a liar Close your eyes, everyone. 
I'm going to ask the Holy Ghost to move over you right now. And the Holy Ghost, this is what's going to happen. I have to explain so you, you understand what happens. He's going to visit the foundation of the things that have limited you. Suddenly, a memory that you thought has been forgotten will suddenly rise up to your spirit man. And then he will crush that memory so that it doesn't have that power over you again. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Close your eyes. Mute. This is a private conversation between you and the Holy Ghost. But I'm going to ask the Holy Spirit to move right now. And there are certain things that have caused you to look away from what the Lord has called you to do or called you to be. There are certain mistakes or things in the past that the accuser of the brethren has used to hold your ransom. Every time you want to advance, he reminds you and then you, you draw back. Right now, the Holy Ghost is going to reveal these deep things. Some of you don't even know that this is why you are struggling in relationship. You are not able to keep a relationship. You are not able to keep something. When you try to advance, these things come up and then it pulls you down. But the Lord is bringing healing tonight. Precious Holy Spirit. Precious Jesus. Thank you. I ask Lord God, you are Lord, that you will move across the heart of the people. Reveal to them the foundation, the faulty foundation that is causing them to stumble, that is causing them to walk, not according to your plan and purposes, but according to the dictates of the enemy. Reveal it now, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Open their hearts, open their eyes to see that they may be able to trace the exact spot where the enemy has been capitalizing on and then show them that you are forgiving them so that they can move on from there and manifest the great destiny that you have ordained for them. Thank you, Father. Lord, now, now, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Jesus. <sighs> Is telebedia paras redo shite liboros ke liboros kidikabada kosia. Move, Lord, in the midst of your people and bring about healing and deliverance in the name of Jesus. That they will stop looking down on themselves, but they will look at themselves from the perspective of you. I pray that you will heal low self-esteem tonight. Pray that you will heal low self-esteem in the name of Jesus. Whatever it is, Lord, that has held your people down, let the power of that thing break tonight. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. 
Thank you. Oh, yes. Thank you. 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 For the enemy does not have the final say over your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Shall come to pass in that day, and that day is today. That the burden shall be lifted from off your shoulders and the yoke from off your neck. And the yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing. By the anointing of the Holy Ghost, every yoke will be destroyed. Be loose in the name of Jesus. For some of you, this burden has even turned into a sickness. I see one holding to your heart, causing heartache. But that power breaks tonight in the name of Jesus. Amen. I breathe upon you the breath of God. Receive a fresh dimension of the Holy Ghost that brings about healing and restoration. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So some of you, you start to feel very light. You start to feel very light. So you can take a deep breath in, out. Another one in, out. Let me explain what I'm doing. The atmosphere around you is laced with the power of God's spirit. So when you take that deep breath in, you breathe in the presence of God and it will uproot everything that is on the inside that does not align. Of his word. Finally, take a deep breath in. Out. Thank you, Father. For in Jesus' precious name we have prayed. Amen. 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 And the people of God say, Amen. 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 And anybody want to share, you know, you feel you feel great, you feel better, you feel lighter. Anybody want to share? Anybody? Just one or two people will call it tonight. Anybody want to share that God reveal something that made sense to you? And, and and broke that power off you. Anyone? Any volunteers? Yes, sir. All right, please go ahead. Okay, so um, while we were, we were you know, praying in tongues, the Holy Spirit brought two memories. Who, if I, if you ask me, I, I didn't think there were issues. You know, but he brought them up and, you know, explained why there is a hidden fear mm. caused by those memories, you mm. know, and a, a potential fear, you know, that doesn't allow you, you know, act as much as you should because you still believe there are repercussions to, that, to those actions. Mm. And yeah, I believe it's gone. I believe it's gone. Thank you so much for sharing that. 
Thank you so, so much. It's, it's the, the reason why we always ask for feedback for these things is, you know, we don't just come up with these things and say, okay, this is what we're going to say today. And this is what we're going to say tomorrow. No, they are truly inspired by the Holy Spirit. And if it's truly inspired by the Holy Spirit, then somebody would bear witness and say, this really, really happened to me. So that you will know because the Holy Ghost is the one moving across the meeting. And it's the one that's seen a whole lot of things happening. And then he gives the instruction because now is the time he wants to deal with some things. So we must align. We, we don't tell him what to deal with today. No, 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 no. Uh, there's a translation, that scripture that says, whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Uh, there's a translation, I don't remember what translation it is, that says, what heaven has bound, you agree and bind it. Do you get what I'm talking about? So I'm peeping into heaven to see what they are binding and what they are losing. And then I, in agreement, declare it over the earth. And there is a quick manifestation of these things. Praise God. Uh, Ibn Abba, please go ahead. Okay, good evening, sir. Good evening. Uh, while we're praying, I had my head bent and my eyes closed. And then it felt, I could just feel this sensation and I'm still feeling it. I don't understand it from my earlobe down mm. to like underneath my jaw, my left side. And it was just, I, I touched my face, nothing was there, but mm. I could still feel it. Like, I don't know, like maybe where the electricity is passing through something. I don't know how to explain that, but mm. I just felt something that I really can't explain. And then I was seeing some images, what it was not really clear. But it just felt like I should have lifted my head. I mean, I should lift my head up while the prayers was going on because I had my head bent, like I said. And then it was like someone raised my head up, but mm. I just felt something, but I don't know what it is. So, yes. So good. So good. Many of the things God will do, you won't understand until later when you realize, oh, wait, this time feeling. Obviously, that could be an angel touching you. And uh, because don't, 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 don't be confused they are angels in these meetings don't don't even think for one minute that we are here just talking we are we we, we have angels allocated to us trust me trust me i know praise god hallelujah, hallelujah. thank you for sharing with abby okay so um good evening good evening Steve, good evening, everyone. Um, while the prayer was going on, you know, you mentioned that, you know, there's someone here like a heart pain, mm. and it was as a result of that thought or that sense that you're not enough. Mm. And I just wanted to say that before now, that has been the plague. I mean, I was at a meeting, this just this afternoon, no, yesterday, my boss, who is also like a big sister to me, an angel really, was just telling me that, look, you've been promoted. You're the one heading the organization. This is what I need you to be doing. You know, you need to be doing this, doing that. But I mean, I don't know. She's employed an administrative assistant, not that she needs it, just so that, you know, um, some things will be taken off my table. He said, well, you're not yet doing it. What's going on? I don't understand this thing anymore. What, what's up? <laughs> you know? And she, she's still very patient with me. So I, I went back and I just started thinking, thinking. And this morning, I actually had a pain 
in my chest, the tightness. Mm-hmm. Each time I just think about it, I just have this tightness, this um, heaviness that, oh my God, am I able to fit in? Am I able to do mm-hmm. right by this job, by this woman who stood by me for such a long time? So mm-hmm. while you were saying that we should, you know, declare, mm-hmm. I just... I mean, it was just like, oh, wow, God, you know, so this is what you're saying. I am enough. I, mm-hmm. I am enough. The mm-hmm. thoughts that the Father thought towards me, you know, it's of peace. It's good. It's good. God's thoughts towards me and this work, towards me and the relationship with this woman is good. Mm-hmm. And really the, the heaviness just sipped away. And I, I believe that his calling you know, for at such a time as this, just stay. Instead of you struggling, you know, that, that's what we always do. We always struggle, we fight. And I'm the one that's supposed to do it in my power. Mm. But tonight, he is saying that it's it's not about you at this time. Mm. It's not about you. It's God is the one who lifts up one and sets down another. Mm. He that lifted will make available the strength, the wisdom, and everything that is needed. So I just want to say, um, thank. as I am, I was working, you know, this evening time is when I work. Mm. So I'm listening to the prayer meeting, attending work. She's calling me in the back end, requesting for this. And, you know, and it just occurred to me that it's not in your strength. It's, it will never be in your strength. Mm. So that's, that's my testimony for tonight. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. This these things, you know, really oh, thank you, Lord. This 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 words just it encourages me so greatly because how did we get to this part where you know the Holy Ghost is saying, say I'm I am enough? How did we get there? In our Bible study was we're talking something else, but we must always be in tune with the spirit. Look, look at what we're hearing so far. You know, and I know almost a whole lot of you have similar testimonies. You know, it's it's incredible when we when when we follow God, it it produces fruits, and those fruits will abide. This is the Holy Ghost we're talking. The Holy Ghost is in you, so He knows what your problem, what your challenge, what you are going through. So He ministers it and say, "Okay, tonight let's correct this matter, so that you can." Do you understand what I'm talking about? I'm super excited. Thank you so, so much for sharing. Comfort, please go ahead. Hi, everyone. Good evening. Good evening. So, um, I think I'm asking a question. The Holy Spirit let me start something, but then I was really struggling with the idea that anybody would want to like get what I'm offering or something like that. And then while we were praying this evening, it took me about two months actually to convince myself that someone wants to get what he told me to do. Anyway, so while we were praying this evening, um, the, the, a few memories crossed my mind. And one of those was where I was always seeking validation from someone I looked up to. And mm. I think because I didn't get it the way I wanted, so I just kind of convinced myself that maybe I wasn't good enough or, you know, some, I've always been consistently trying to get validation off some sort from mm. sources other than God. And it's been a journey, to be honest. But then he just made me realize that I'm scared because I'm scared of what people would think. 
and like really the trust issue because I don't trust him enough to like he's God and he's in the future and I still can't trust that what he told me to do so that was one and the second memory was about (laughs) something okay so someone telling me to like not someone telling me someone ignoring me so I think it's also the same validation Mm. just a few scenarios that made me always question or oh, what I'm about to do. Does it make sense? Will people like it? So how would they feel? So yeah, I think for me that was what he was helping me deal with. Thank you so much, Patrick. So good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Omolola, I want to hear what 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 happens Okay, I think for me, um it's not just about tonight, but tonight is also a confirmation. It's been some personal dealings I've been having in my secret place. Mm-hmm. And um, dealing with trust issues that built up from past. And mm-hmm. asking God to just help me trust him more. Because I know even with the assignment and everything, in my conversations with God is always, when I get um, confirmations back for me he's always telling me just trust me i i understand what you're mm-hmm. going through and i understand the struggles you have but give me your heart like trust me totally i know sometimes i get some words and i'm like are you sure are you really sure there's this part of me that like knows this is god there's also this part of me from past experiences i'm like ah, do i want to really dive in like i just be immersed i think tonight uh, it sort of just it was more of a confirmation of some conversations i even had last night i'm praying about i'm just going to let go and let god know i can't struggle with god (laughs) you realize that the better for us all (laughs) yeah thank you so so much for sharing that uh thank you thank you everyone uh, just feel a nudging. Um, Jacqueline, you want to you wanna share uh, what happened when we're praying? Hello, sir. Yes, please. Go ahead, Jacqueline. Um, it was just blurry for me. Okay. Like, I had a flashback of me as a child, mm. but it was just blurry, like, going through, like, different scenes, mm. so I, I didn't get clarity on it. Mm. That means, so maybe you have to spend uh, some time in prayer so that God can pinpoint, because if it's childhood and not last year, not two years ago, then that means there's something in the childhood that God needs to uh, are correct. Uh, remember, God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So God, as we speak, God is currently in your childhood, and he's currently in your future, okay? So the awesomeness of God causes him to be able to make a correction in your childhood right now that would automatically show up in your now. Do you get what I'm talking about? That's the amazing power of God, that if you walk hand in hand with him, he's able to, if there's anything, I would say if the foundation with the shock and righteous do, but if you 
hold hands with him and allow him correct. God is the only one who is able to correct your past. And then the fruit of that correction shows up in the future. You get what I'm talking about? Uh, the perfect example is, uh, I think um, this movie, um, uh, what's it called now? The Avengers, the last one they did, they went to the past to correct something and then the result showed up in the future. You know, these movies are just trying to show the supernatural. I see what they do. That's why I watch them. I know the secret thing they're trying to do. But God has that ability. Uh, I've not been able to teach on this, but the Lord showed me one time uh, that he's able to fix your past. You know, everybody said the past is gone, but God is able to fix the past and then your future now is corrected. That's the power of God. So please spend more time with the Lord because as I was about to move on, the Holy Ghost just highlighted you to me and said you need to, to, to you know, uh, dial in or, 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 or dive into more of what he's doing tonight. So please pray more and I'll ask him to show you. He will show you the exact point that you needed to, if it were words that were spoken or whatsoever, and then ask him to clean those things, the effect on your life through the word of, through the blood of Jesus, because the blood speaks better things too. The blood is able to wash, to make white as snow. You get what I'm talking about? So the blood is able to clean the effect of certain words that are like, look, everything you hear your mind may forget, but it's stored in your memory. It's somewhere there. Your body parts store this information. Many people with heart problems, uh, kidney problems, it's information that has been stored there that the, the organs try to help you carry. It helps to carry the weight, the burdens, because if everything goes to your heart, it will kill you. So different organs, uh, uh, they, I'm speaking in mysteries now, the different organs are able to help the body or help the heart say, look, I'll carry this for you, I'll keep this for you. And then some of these things can now get damaged. You get what I'm talking? Can get damaged by that. So please ensure you follow through. And this goes uh, for everyone here as well. If you are not able to pick something, stay with the Holy Spirit. Maybe we are done. Stay with him much more. Let him show you because this window opened up now. That's why we went there. Uh, you know, if he doesn't open it, we don't go. So the window is still open. So ensure you stay with him. Let him show you the points from the past that is affecting you. Praise God. Uh, Jacqueline, I'm sure you understood that, right? Amen. Yes. God bless you. Uh, Miriam, you want to say something? Good evening, Pastor. Good evening, everyone. Good evening, and welcome back. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Um, I want to ask a question about prayer. Um, this question, so it goes like this. So sometimes, like, I I may start prayer, but I'm I just I'm probably too tired, or I'm just not. I guess in quotation in the mood to pray, mm -hmm. but I know sometimes I start off being silent where I'm just quiet and just thinking about God's ex essence. Would, would you consider that also prayer? Like I'm not necessarily meditating on the word, but just thinking about God in heaven and, you know, uh, a bunch of angels and, you know, witnesses are just worshiping him, you know, have that mental image of, you know, God on the throne. 
So would that be prayer as well? Oh yes, no. That's uh, that's meditation. Actually, you say you are not meditation. Oh, because I thought meditation is like thinking on on a word that you've read, like the word of God you've read, like you know thinking that, about a scripture. Do you know that? Yeah, yeah. Do you know worry is also meditation? Oh, worry. Okay. Because you are pondering on how bad things can go. That's med- you are meditating as well. Meditation is, you know, pondering. It's just pondering on something. So you're pondering on God's goodness. You're meditating on him and it's expanding. And it's a form of prayer where you are. Because uh, if you see the book of Daniel 7, when the angel came, he said, Daniel, when you set your heart to pray, to wait on him, he didn't say when you started praying. He said, when you set your heart to wait, he released me, the angel, to come to you. You see how it works. So the moment you start to meditate and think and ponder on his goodness, heaven is already interacting with you. Okay? Amen. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Uh, Abby, please go ahead. Okay. Um, you, you said something that um, triggered a thought, mm. and I just wanted to expand on that so that Jacqueline can understand. Mm. Um, there's some Abby, we lost you. Can I hear Please, you? Please, trauma training. Please. Okay, so can, can you hear I, me now? I yes, I hear you. Okay, so I work for an organization that um, does trauma training. So we teach professionals, coaches, counselors how to become trauma informed and how to ultimately become trauma care specialists. And because I'm a staff here in the organization, I sort of attend all these trainings. And one of the things that I picked out is that trauma is stored in the body. So exactly what you said, that our experiences, no matter how, they, how it is, we store them, not just in our mind, but in our, in our bodies. Mm-hmm. Now, in the course of the prayer, when you, know, you said there was still some, um, you didn't come to that point of clarity, one of the things that you can do apart from prayer is mm-hmm. to now actually make the things that he said your own personal um, confessions or affirmation. Mm-hmm. There, there's one thing to pray, There's Mm. one thing to speak in tongues. There's one thing to pray and believe God and ask for, you know, clarity and all this. But then there is utilizing the power generated in the place of prayer to make a change in your own life. Mm. So by the time you get into, by the time you finish praying, you know, you prayed and get a book Mm. out and write out these things that he, he, he said, if you can listen to um, the recording again, I am enough. I am enough. The thoughts that God thinks towards me are thoughts of good. They are thoughts of peace. They are to bring me to a glorious, some translations say glorious, an expected end that is good. You, you can go as far as saying, I am the representative of God upon the earth. I am Christ. I am the daughter of God Mm. on the earth. 
I am, you know, I am. And then just put all the things God has said that you are. I am joy. I mm. am light. I am love. The love of the Father is upon me. Mm. I am kept by God. I am his beloved. I am his bride. Look, by the time you spend time mm. saying this to yourself, especially in the morning when you wake up, at night before you go to bed, mm. you will be led to those things that, has, that are hidden. You know, those experiences, those experiences, those um, situations and circumstances that impacted you negatively, you will just find it being revealed, being opened up, and then God will tell you what to say. And you will just find yourself, you know, saying things like, that is not me anymore. I'm, mm. I'm, I'm over that. What it means is that the sting of death in that particular situation concerning you has been removed. When yeah. you remember it now, you remember it with joy. When you remember, you remember it on the basis of, look, God used this particular situation to do such, a, such and such and such in my life. So the sting of, the, of death in that thing has been taken away. But yeah. that is the work that has to be done. Yes, we pray. Yes, we believe God. Yes, we have faith. But mm. that power generated in the place of prayer has to be channeled with words. And mm. what are those words? Your I am statements are those words. Mm. God says, I am. He said, it's still yeah. Moses. Tell them, I am. Mm. And you are God's child. So you are. So you can say, I am as well. So who are you in the, in the morning when you wake up, let that be a statement that you make. I am loved by God. I mm. am before you go to bed. Let it be the, let it be your last thought. I am. And over time, over time, over time, over time, you will get to that point where those experiences, you, you are over them. It, it's no longer a pain. You will come to the place of clarity concerning yourself and who you are like I did you know tonight it was it was just an overwhelming wow you know Bimpe, you look at this is who you are and you will get to that point as well thank you thank you thank you so 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 much for sharing that because uh, it expounded on these things are real these things are real this is why you see uh, a, a child that uh, someone bullies you in in your your uh, your school when you are in primary school, your high school back in the day, and twenty years later you are bigger, you are stronger, and then you see that person that has been bullying you back then. Suddenly fear starts to rise. It's not about your physical strength right now. It's about that memory stored, and it was stored with fear, and that fear will show up twenty years later. What we're dealing with God is amazing. See how he brought us here and look at the great things that we're learning. God bless you. Thank you so, so much for sharing that. Uh, hello, Jess. Go ahead and ask your question. It's it's funny that you 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 said you had a question, but the Lord highlighted you to me, and I was going to say something to you, and then I saw your question. I'm like, okay, ask so go ahead and ask your question. Hello, everyone. God bless you. Okay, I had to actually run downstairs. I'm at work right now, so that's why I'm at mute and very quiet. 
but I felt in my spirit the urge to to just ask a question. So I ran to my boss and said, I have to step out for five minutes. I'll be right back. Um, So here I am. And I just feel in my spirit, you know, um, I feel that God has called me to do big things. And Jackie, who's my best friend, my sister from another mister and mother, um, and she's, she's known me our entire life. We've been friends forever. And so she knows um, what God has put in my heart and in my spirit. And I get these urges from time to time. And I feel in my spirit, I have these big dreams. Oh, gosh, they're so big. But then something just, I don't want to say that it paralyzes me. But I, I kind of get started. My wheels are turning. And then I just suddenly stop. And there are times in the past where I've told myself, no, you can do it. You will do it. So this year, I feel God um, almost saying this year you will do. And and so I know that maybe that's why I feel in my spirit that I I had to kind of ask. I just don't know how to get around that because I don't want to I don't want to die without fulfilling my dreams. If that makes sense. That's that's a wonderful question. Thank you for asking, Jess. Um, The first thing uh, I totally understand how you feel. I understand perfectly. Uh, so the first thing I want to say is you cannot, uh, unless the dreams are not from God, you cannot fulfill God's dream with your energy. It will never work, okay? You, you are not designed to have the energy to fulfill God's dream. God, when God speaks, he releases energy. When God sent Moses, he sent him with a backing. Tell him, I am sent you. Show him the signs. So when God sends you on an errand, he backs you up. He gives you the capacity, okay, to deliver the assignments. And whenever you feel overwhelmed, uh, it could be one of two things. One, uh, the energy you are you're trying to uh, use to execute is not enough. You cannot power a 5 kVA house with a 2 kVA generator. It can't work. Two, there are forces that are designed to ensure that your assignment don't come to pass. There are forces there. Once you just get a dream from God, an assignment from God, the moment you step up, there are forces designed to shut you down. So one of these two things, or on both, both examples, you just need to increase capacity. That's it increase more capacity. And that capacity comes from fellowship with the spirit, which is a topic we're talking about. We've done part one, part two. Uh, You could uh, uh, listen to the audio version, audio files of them. It's on the website. Just catch up on fellowship. Fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit will give you strategy, okay? Will tell you every dream have people who are assigned to help those dreams come to pass. So you must locate the people that God, and you can't locate them with your mind, with your eyes, with your nose. You must receive inspiration by the one who gave you the dream. And you must receive inspiration for the people that are going to help bring that dream to pass. And all those comes from the place of fellowship. You understand what I'm talking about? And in the place of fellowship, you develop capacity. In the place of fellowship, you develop strategies. So probably you are thinking, okay, I'll do it this way, I'll do it that way. But no, he tells you, no, this is not the way to go, but this is how to go about it. 
praise God. So this, you know, uh, when when you listen to the first and the second uh, uh, um, fellowship, uh, sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit, to give you an idea, I'm glad you you're able to join us today because you know over here we're able to develop capacity. You know, the word that God gave us last week in Isaiah chapter fifty-four, verse two, was just talking about the same thing: develop, expand your capacity, expand your capacity. So I think uh, you're in the right place, and I know God will do great things in your life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. I hope that was clear enough. Uh, It's it's a a lot more, and maybe I should just tell you what I needed to tell you. Okay, I'll tell you that afterwards. Uh, Because the Lord highlighted you to me. Okay, you said to me already. Okay. Um, I'll tell you that before we go, okay? Tracy, I wanted to hear from Tracy. It's been a long time I heard her voice. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Tracy, are you at work? Yes, I am. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. I closed my door. Um, ooh, um, lots of things, but I'll, I'll keep it very uh, precise and direct. Um, first, while we were praying, um, I definitely was perceiving angels being uh, dispatched around me and around everybody else. Usually there's a way that I can pick them up. And I'll, when I'm, for instance, when I'm in prayer, I'll, I'll see like bright flashes of light, you know, when I'm praying. And I saw, I saw several as, as we were praying and it was just beautiful. Cause I was thinking, wow, the angels are just coming and everybody, um, you know, was getting touched. And I also just felt uh, just an incredibly, uh, just, the, just the presence of God while, while we were praying and especially when we were inhaling and exhaling. So that was beautiful. Some memories also came to my mind um, as well. And it's funny, yesterday when you said, um, who has a heavy heart? Um, I actually think that that was me. I just didn't come until some hours later. Mm. So it's funny how, and, and the great thing about it is the response you said, directly related to my situation as well as to, I believe it was to Malayan as well. So it's funny how, you know, one word can expound on, on different people. Um, but the, the long story short is I was just stressed. God was stressing me yesterday. Um, and I believe he's trying, he's increasing my ability to radically obey. Um, and the deeper it gets, the harder it gets, for instance, I have a deadline yesterday. I had to file this motion. You know, if you know my boss, uh, some people in my office who don't work for her sometimes look at me and they say, oh, wow. You know, they like kind of pity me because she she is the way that she is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm one of the only people who, who, who work for her. And so deadlines, she doesn't play with. She doesn't play at all with deadlines and these kinds of things. If you don't file it by a certain time, mm-hmm. then the court who you file it to will also give you trouble. And imagine that being the thing God telling me not to file. Oh. Okay. In the evening yesterday, sorry, the, the line cut. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you now. Okay, great. Yeah, I was in a lot of distress uh, for some hours. I spent a lot of my evening crying because on the one hand, I hear what God is saying. On the other hand, I'm 
I know what I'm up against in the natural. And a lot of times, you know, God will tell me something and I'll try to make sense of it in my head. <laughs> and I couldn't, this one, I couldn't make sense. I went into my prayer closet. I was there for two hours. My husband came to pray with me. You know, finally, I just, I just said, I can't do it. I know what disobedience feels like and I don't want to be there. So come what may, you know, it is what it is. And I went to sleep. Um, and so this morning, some, I mean, I still haven't fully figured it out. Later on, some things happened. I felt peace to file it then. And a couple of things had changed the morning that made me think, okay, you know, fine. That, that maybe that makes sense. But I, I think the, the message of it, you said that when um, in the group chat, you had said, the Lord will not uh, he'll, he'll show up for you by the deadline. I remember yeah. that that's what you had said. And so in my, in my state of distress at, you know, 10 PM, 11 PM last night, I went back to the, your text message. And I was like, oh my goodness, I think this was for me because <laughs> this deadline was just, I mean, I was just very, very distressed. And so I'm yet to see the full manifestation of it. But one thing I know is God is dealing with me in that arena mm. um, because it's one thing, okay, leave a relationship. I said, you weren't supposed to be in, okay. Yeah. Don't eat this yeah. food when everybody else and your peers are not eating this food. Okay, go vegan. Okay, 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 okay. And then it gets to this, like, do something that's directly opposite of what the boss who was going to come and yell at you, you know, to do or or a judge is going to, you know what I mean? It's getting, yeah. it's getting deeper and deeper. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I don't, it's hard and I'm all over the place right now, to be honest, but mm -hmm. I'm thankful Um for this community and for the timely word that continues to come and the scripture that you dropped even encouraged me at the time. So whew, day by day. <laughs> wow. It's so good. Uh, because I maybe started to talk about deadline. I said, I remember there was a word for deadline. I had no clue, obviously, of what it was. I just dropped it there. And amazing. God is. But uh, Tracy, this is the word of the Lord to you. Uh, the scripture we read last week, Isaiah 54, verse 2. <laughs> it's time to grow. It's time to expand your capacity. And growth is usually difficult. It's usually painful. It's usually tough because you have to outgrow certain comfortable clothes you like, certain privileges. Oh, I don't, I don't like to pay bills, so I'm still in my parents' house. But when you want to grow, you have to take care of your bills. So there are certain things that come with growth. Okay? So that is, when you were speaking, uh, the Holy Ghost just whispered, the Holy Ghost was literally laughing. <laughs> and then, and I'm like, well, it's not funny. And he said, oh, that's Isaiah 54, verse 2. So I'm going to read it over you, okay? So that uh, you, you understand you. what is going on, okay? Uh, you know, when, you know, it's easy for someone to call you God's general. <laughs> a general does not become a general by appointment. You, you fight certain battles and then you start being victorious, then you are awarded title general. Isaiah 54 verse 2, this for you and for everyone listening, enlarge the place of thy tent and let them stretch. You see that? Stretching is not easy. Stretch forth the curtains of thine habitation. Spare not. Lengthen thy cords and strengthen thy sticks. For thou shalt break forth on the right hand and on the left, 
and thy seed shall inherit the Gentiles and make the desolate cities to be inhabited. Uh, this is not a word for uh, children. This is uh, meat, strong meat. Strengthen, uh, strengthen your sticks. Enlarge the place of your heart, your tent. So that means it's going to be giving you very, very difficult, um, very, very difficult task and assignment. Okay, so trust him. And you remember the word from yesterday as well. I say he 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 is faithful. That's his name. So when he wants mm -hmm. to introduce his name to you as being faithful, then he must put you in a situation that may try to jeopardize you. <laughs> Hear what I'm talking about. So be strong. Yes. We, Thank you. We, we, we don't we don't we don't worry when there's a, we know that it's for a, a greater authority and assignment. Okay. Yes, sir. Thank you very be encouraged, much. Tracy. <laughs> be encouraged. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you so much. <laughs> for you to be a general in the army of God. <laughs> it's not easy. Uh, finally, before I go, it's been an amazing evening. Everyone, anyone been blessed tonight? Is it just me or am I just so excited? Uh, before I go, I want to do two things before I go. I want to hear from Joy, and then I'm going to call a few people to prophesy over Jess, okay? Like I said, I'm not an assistant Holy Spirit. So you all have the Holy Ghost in you, and so uh, let him speak to you, and then don't you, you know you're number one. Don't even, don't even worry. I'm going first. So I'll come. Uh -huh. So uh, you're going to speak over Jess, okay? But first, uh, Joy, Joy, how are you? Good evening, sir. Good evening, Joy. Good evening, everyone. I'm fine. Thank you. Thank you, sir. I'm, I'm fine. Tell us. <laughs> Today, I was just listening, really. I was just because just where the state I'm in now is, is very strange to me. So I've just been listening mostly and just trying to learn, learn and just measure what I hear by where I am. So that's basically. So I don't really have a, since my mind was saying you call my name. That's like anytime someone raises their hand, I was say, let's close so that can go. Okay, God, joy is changing now. Joy is having okay. Let's follow the process. Just, mm. enlarge, just, enlarge, enlarge the place of your tent. Okay, that's good. Thank you. Be enlarge, and there's some like every time that you have said this, enlarge the place of your tent. Um, in twenty at the beginning of the year, twenty eighteen. I think it was January 4th, I remember, 2018, January 4th. I had gone to work outside Lagos when Akure, so I received a lot of prophecies about relocating. So that day, that morning, I woke up and I was like, God, you have told everybody, tell me. Mm. And I heard, and you know, I don't know if anybody, this is my experience with like God in that some people can say the Lord is saying the Lord. Say, I rarely ever hear God's voice, mm -hmm. but I just have a knowing that yeah. oh, this God, yeah. Lord is saying. But on that day, I heard it. I heard Isaiah fifty-four too. 
And every year since 2018, it has been on my vision board. Every year since 2018. So at that time, I felt like it meant it meant that okay, now since I've had the Isaiah 54 too, and mm-hmm. it meant expand your territory, strengthen your stakes. My own was that, oh, that means God is saying that I should travel. <laughs> but every time you have talked about it, every time you have talked about it, it's because after that, I now did like a lot of things that just in preparation mm. for the trip, for the, for, to make the move. But somehow it didn't work out. It didn't, I would stop halfway. I would mm. just, so one time application was even free. I still did not finish the application. Do you understand? It seems like, uh, so, but all the time you have spoken, I think this is the third week since you've started speaking about it, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. Isaiah 54. Mm-hmm. So because I actually knew Isaiah 54 one, because it started with old barren or something like that. Yeah. I knew mm-hmm. I was very familiar with it, but this 54 two, I'd, I'd never heard of it prior to that time. Mm-hmm. So when you be speak, when you start speaking to it, and I've shared with you personally some of the things, mm-hmm. some of the knowledge I've come into in the month of April, that's what the Lord was telling me in 2018 that I should begin to prepare to expand, to build capacity, to deep my to to just deepen my roots in the knowledge of God. Mm-hmm. And I didn't understand. I thought it meant that, oh, yeah, start looking for how you leave Nigeria. <laughs> but that's, that's just it. Now I'm just, more than just hearing, you know, when, before, when I received instruction, I, I, I would get under pressure to mm. want to act out for instruction. But now when I receive instruction, I've learned to listen, mm. to wait and hear what instruction even like there's a difference between receiving something and hearing what god wants you to do with it so yeah, that's just the yeah. season i'm in now it's just that's... keep it quiet more listening and growing basically so so the, the answer yeah. lies in the place of fellowship it lies in the place of fellowship that's where it lies uh, by next week i'm going to share something very Important that would, that would amaze and bless you uh, next week. I'll share that. I don't want to Sorry, just to add, like in the place mm-hmm. of fellowship that you said, there's something also that's just, I, I just hope everyone, everyone can just sit down tomorrow and measure their growth since they joined SOMI because, because me, I can see it in my life. I hope that I can just take a minute and because especially now that it seems like nothing exciting is really happening, I'm not really prophesying. I can see that and I can see how I've grown. Mm-hmm. And I, I would like for I would like to just encourage everyone, everyone to just sit down and think back. You see, if if I miss a prayer before before January, it's January. I can remember that it's January that I started really that I got really committed here. If I miss a prayer time, I'll feel guilty. If I if I if it's time for me to pray and I cannot pray, I will feel guilty. If just lots of any small thing, I'm already feeling guilty. I'm already feeling like I didn't do enough. I messed mm. up. Just, just there was just always this guilt in my relationship with God, and He was using me. I was prophesying and I was seeing vision, but in my personal relationship with Him, there was the constant state of guilt. So I wasn't able to fellowship anymore. But since 
from the messages that I've learned here, I've received here. Now, even sometimes I, I want to pray for one hour. And after 25 minutes, I'm feeling that you can go. Get up and go. You can go. And I will go and I will not feel bad. I, I, I'll go on a retreat and I'll say, I want to stay here till tomorrow. And in the night, God will say, you can go home now. Mm. And when I'll be like, ah, why are you telling me? There a person. But then I'll get home and I'll put on my phone because I usually do not take my phone to my retreats. So I'll put on my phone and someone will start a random conversation with me about what I thought I was going to ask God for in the retreat that I told me to come on to. So just this ability, now there's just this flow, fluidity, there's a flow in my relationship with God now that, Joy, can you fast tomorrow? Yes, I'll fast. Why? But why am I fasting? Just fast, okay, no problem. Joy, can you, I will sleep off. And when I wake up, I know I didn't pray, but I knew that something happened. And I just want to thank God for your life. I want to thank God for your ministry and the impact, impacts you have. You have just you have just really helped us. And I know I speak for a lot of people. You have just really helped me, helped me a lot. And thank you. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Please, can I share something? <laughs> this joke can be very deceptive. Please, guys, don't listen to her. <laughs> she says she's doing 25 minutes and she's getting up. <laughs> <laughs> that was how the other time she said she would do two hours. It would be, I, I sat out there like, oh, what am I doing four hours? Someone else is doing one hour, two hours. <laughs> so, please don't listen. Um, my growth in so many times is very tremendous. Thank God. And I also want to say that some of these things that Pastor Steve is saying, I won't lie, when I just started, I think this guy is just, just um, you know, Elijah, plenty, you know, actions. But these things are happening to me too now, and I'm just like, whoa, like. So I want to say, if you put your mind here, you're gonna rub off. It's gonna rub off on you. So there's something that happened to me one time two months ago. I think I shared with only Pastor Steve. I was um. I was trying to meditate before going to sleep. I wanted to hear from God. And prior to that, I would probably hear like a word, a sentence. You know you know how the Holy Spirit speaks one by one. And so that day, I was just like, God, what was in your mind? You know? And then I heard Ezekiel 2. So I was like, oh, I'm not here to read Bible. I want to hear from you. And I heard Ezekiel 2. So I read this sharp shop and I closed this. And I was like, okay, I'm done. And he went back to Ezekiel 2. I was already dozing off. I'm like, God doesn't want to talk. Let me sleep. Yeah. And something woke me up and I went back to the culture. And the first verse was, stand up, son of man, I want to talk to you. Yeah. That was the first time I would, I would experience something like that. I don't even know what made me. I jumped up. I carried book and pen. I started writing. Guys, I wrote, I wrote for an hour. I wrote four pages. And I didn't write all them Bible verses, motivational talk. I wrote downloads. This is why I brought you to this earth. This is where I want you to go to. These are the names of blah, blah, blah. As in, he gave me complete downloads. Downloads, almost as if I finished writing and I looked and I said, what was four pages? I don't even know where it came from. I don't even understand what I wrote. I'm like, where did this come from? And that was the beginning. That was 
that was like the beginning. So now this Isaiah something is saying enlarge your capacity. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't remember well. But last week, I think it was last week you said it. And since last week I've been hearing that God had been calling me to come and spend time, spend, you know, time longer in his presence. And I'm like, how much, like, I don't know how, how like, how long more do you want me to spend, you know? So right now in my room, my pillow is on the floor, the duvet is on the floor. So <laughs> I sit down there till I doze off. Anything I do, I just stay there till I doze off. And, you know, when you said we, we, we refuse to move when God has moved. So a lot of times when I hear from God, it's probably when I've spent hours, you know, praying the Holy Ghost, praying the Holy Ghost. And then recently I would want to pray in the Holy Ghost and it will put a song in my mouth. And I'll sing it and I'll go back to praying. It will put another song. I'll sing, I'll go back to praying. So I'm like, you know, and he's saying, come, I want to reveal stuff to you. And I'm saying that, review with worship song. Let me pray now so that this thing will open up. But I mean, that's, I'm a child, so I don't know what this is. And then just last night, I was reading the book of Psalms, and randomly, I, re- I went to Psalms 113, and I saw that the psalmist wrote about Christ, where Christ was seated in heaven. He wrote towards the end, there were some parts of it that was like something from Ezekiel 38 or Revelation 4, something like that. And I'm like, this psalmist, he sees things. Like, how did he get this revelation? A lot of things that you read in the book of Psalms, and that was an occurring that. So me, Mumumi, I'm thinking is only praying the Holy Ghost that will make God open up to me. When this guy is just a worshiper and he, he sees all these things, I, I just entered worship mode. I didn't even pray tongues again. As, as, I just, as I just, I just go. So I told you, I, I, I was telling you, Pastor about the visions that will fade off and stuff, right? And so I've been having these visions that it will keep fading off as I'm, as I'm, opening my eyes and keep fading off. So yesterday, yesterday morning, one started, it didn't finish in the afternoon. It started, it didn't finish in the evening. And I was like, oh. so while I was in the middle of that vision, I was, I, I, did, I don't even know where it came from. I just said something like, now, wow, that this CR thing itself is a lot of work. That is not better for you to just flow and be talking instead of singing and trying to decode what you're seeing and trying to understand what you're seeing. Mm-hmm. And immediately, I said this, it just went, and it hasn't come back to me. So I, I'm feeling so bad. I'm like, did I say something wrong? Holy Spirit, I'm sorry. I've been begging, 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 begging. So, oh my so I mean, it's, it's not funny. You know, this, this is food, food for our soul. Yeah. So it was not this evening when we're praying. And then I kept praying. I said, God, I'm sorry. God, I'm sorry. And like, that's nice. That's nothing. Don't worry about it. It will come back because throughout the day has been dry. And I'm like, it's because I must have offended God by saying something yesterday. I've been begging, begging, but it's been dry. Well, God said it was nothing. So I'm fine. I'm happy. I'm just trying to say, like, don't listen to dry and do 25 minutes, number one. <laughs> number two, like, well, just being around so me alone. It's like how Saul was in the midst of the prophets and he said to prophesy. It's just a lot. All of Pastor Steve falls on me. I pray we run some people and they start speaking in tongues too now. I'm like, I don't know where this thing is coming from. I don't even know where it's coming from. And I know it's Pastor Steve. The only question is our I mean, it's all joined now. So I'll finish sharing. And I think it's time to go. <laughs> we can't go. We have no minister to uh, just suggest now. Don't escape. We can't walk. 
Linda, Linda has something to say. So when Linda is not talking, then we'll minister. Linda didn't raise her hand up, but she raised her hand up. Uh, she did. Linda, talk, talk, talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Linda, they said you have something to say. <laughs> Where's Linda? Uh-huh. <laughs> Linda, we can't hear you. Good evening, Pastor. Good evening, everyone. <laughs> I just want to say thank you for... Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Good evening, Pastor. I just want to say thank you and thank God. May God bless everybody. Thank you. Uh, that's it. I don't... You dropped the Can mic. Can you hear me? Hey, I'm hearing you. I said, just thank you. That's it. That's amazing. Man. What? Linda, Linda. That means what you want to say is plain. I'm very grateful to God. I'm happy. Praise God. Praise <laughs> God. Praise thank God. you. Praise God. Uh, Jess, can I know you're in the office? Uh, just signify if we can talk to you quickly before we call it a night. Can you confirm that we can go ahead and speak to you? Yes, I won't be talking, but I'll definitely be listening. And I'm on mute. Thank you so much. You can be typing and saying confirmations, okay? I'm going to call on some people who, don't, who are not expecting me to call on them tonight to prophesy so that you know it's not rigged. <laughs> uh, just, just so you know, uh, you're going to receive ministry tonight from some of our people. Uh, just prepare your heart because the next time you'll be called on to minister to others, okay? Uh, so the first person I'm going to call to minister to you is Ifunaya. Mm -hmm. I hope you're not matching break now because I know mm. you're driving. I could swear you were going to call me, Pastor Steve. You know, I see they go, Chai, this man, I'm driving. <laughs> yeah, the Holy Ghost still talk to people that are driving. I'm driving. Oh my God. What are we supposed to do? You know, my mind is all over the place. Please, not. Sister Ezekiel. I will call to you, don't worry. Sister Ezekiel will cover for all of us. Yeah, yeah. Minister, say, 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 say a word over Jess, the word of the Lord over Jess. Ask the Holy Ghost to speak a word over Jess. I don't I'm, There's something that's in the air. Hold on, before you begin, there's something in the air that I'm picking that I don't like coming and going. But once we're done with this, we have to deal with that. Okay? Yeah. Yes, so, so speak speak over Jess. Mm. And in the most Alakosifitia Gabasuko, the Libondo, 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 the
The Lord is with you, Jeff. The Lord is with you, Jeff. He will never leave nor forsake you. The ideas he has put in your heart, he put it there for you to, to achieve them. Don't doubt yourself. Do not doubt yourself. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes, I think you should just write, write the things that, write the things that he's told you. you should write the things that he's told you and be declaring it. Declare the things that he's told you. So I think if if you're not sure, just um, just pray about it and he will make it clearer to you. So you write the things that that he's um, told you and. And keep declaring it over your life. That's so that's um, um where is that again? Um make write uh run with the vision, Habakkuk. Yeah, Habakkuk chapter two. Write the vision down and make yeah. it. Um yeah. Jess, uh, quickly I'll talk to you later though, but where are you from? Where are you from? Exactly where you originally from. Type that quickly. Let me um, check in on some things in the spirit. Uh, Tracy, please, can you speak over Jess? Okay, thank you. Radikadish kadikada, rasik radikadish kedish 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 kei, rabroso kiti kiki katabasa kaya basi keteshike. I am who I am. I am that I am. And every plan that Hallelujah has been established already. It's already been completed. The things that you are seeing, the things that you are sensing, you look at them and you say that they are too big for you. And that is so. It is true. For they are my plans that I have for you. They are too big. But when you meet me, I will bring you to the places that you are supposed to go to. I will connect you with the people and the strategies and the plans. Don't sit and look and, and see the end. When you're, when you're at the beginning, take mm. every single day with me and mm. understand that I will add to you as you walk toward me. Ooh. Don't look at the end. And, and if you look at the end, mm. you will faint. Mm. If you look at the end, you will faint. Because what I have for you, that plan, that thing is going to shake the earth. That thing has already been established in the heavens. If you look at it, you will faint. 
But if you walk with me day in and day out, I will bring the supplies just as a house is built. A foundation must first be laid. Cement Mm. must first be poured. Rock Mm. must first be chiseled into a shape of a house and then brick by brick, window by window, floor by floor, staircase by staircase, fixture by fixture, lightning, electricity, the roof. None of it happens at once. None of it happens at one day. None of it happens at one time. But on the day, hallelujah, that the builders start, they see the full picture. They're looking at the full picture, but they know that they have to first order the bricks. They know that they have to first get the plywood they know that first the concrete must be laid there are certain people who are there just to lay the concrete the people who lay the concrete are not there to put on the the bricks the people who put on the bricks are not there to put the the shingles in the roof Mm. and the people who put the shingles in the roof are not the same people who do the window installation the people who do the window installation are not the people who will go after the house is done and put the grass in the ground and Mm. plant the flowers they're different people but i am supplying each and every single one to you you keep fainting because you're looking at the end but i'm telling you to look at the beginning and do what i'm saying as i am saying it to you and walk in stride for thus saith the lord i who have begun this work in you shall see it to completion. Walk with me, walk with me, walk with me, spend time with me, fellowship with me, and ponder on these things in your heart. Mary saw lots of things and she pondered on them in her heart. She kept them in her heart. She kept them close. Keep them close to your heart. And I will see them to completion. Thank you. Oh, that came with fire right there. Came with fire. Sure did. Came with fire. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Tracy. And finally, Kaede. Kaede, speak the word of the Lord over Jess. Speak the word of the Lord over Jess. Hello, Jess. And the spirit of the Lord is upon you. Because he has anointed you. The assignment set before you. Anytime you look at the assignment, there are going to be times where it's going to look like, you know, it's going to look like a mockery. People are going to wonder, are you not? Are you going crazy? Who told you somebody from your background mm. or somebody with your experience mm. would be able to do these things? Mm. But always remember, always remind yourself, mm. it says the spirit of the Lord is upon you because he has anointed you. You were anointed for this before the world was formed. Stand strong, sister. Stand strong. Stand strong. The Lord is upon you. 
Thank you. Thank you, my brother. Jess, you've heard the word of the Lord. <laughs> so good. So, so good. So, 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 so good. God bless you as you ponder on them. Uh, we're going to uh, post the uh, audio file and we're going to put it on the website so you can go back and, and listen and play again and write them down, write the vision down, make it plain. Okay. Um, Jacqueline, uh, I just heard the Lord say to tell you. Who's that? Praise God. Uh, Jacqueline, I hear the Lord say to tell you there's more. There's more, there's more, there's more, there's more. There's more ahead of you. There's more. There's so much more. There's so much capacity. There's so much potential. So much. I literally see it. There's so much more ahead to strive to attain that which has been set before you. Okay? That's for you, Jacqueline. There's more. The Holy Ghost said there's more. There's more, there's more, there's more. So go after it, strive, fight, push. Do all you got to do and receive that. Jesus' name. Okay, Joy, go ahead and speak the word over Jess. Okay, <clears throat> so while Tracy was, Tracy, <laughs> Tracy, <laughs> while Tracy was prophesying, I heard that um, everything she said, one of the things I felt the Lord wanted me to emphasize on for you, Jeff, Jess, sorry, pardon, Jess, was that he had told in how she spoke the stages of building. Mm. She said that he had told, she said that some people will do the foundation and some people will do the windows and the lintel and everything. But you have told the people that will do the lintel when you have not yet mixed the foundation of the house. Mm. So they are monitoring progress that they shouldn't be invited to yet. They are monitoring, they are checking on stuff that is none of their business yet because you didn't you didn't keep quiet until it was time exactly to tell exactly what I heard, my God. So you speak, so they are speaking when you come to tell me, me for instance, okay, you live in America, for instance, and I live in Nigeria. When you come to tell me that, oh, the train system will doesn't break down. Mm. I, I cannot understand it. Because there's no train in Nigeria except that works like that, like that. So when you tell someone that can only fix a window that you're about mm -hmm. to build a house, it is impossible mm -hmm. for him to grasp it because the only thing he knows to build are windows. So I, 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 I just felt the need to say that keep quiet about what God has told you. Yes, it's big. Yes, sometimes it's heavy. But like Tracy said, until it is time to tell you when when you run into a pregnant a married woman who is pregnant you are not surprised she's pregnant because mm. she's married so she has relationship with her husband so there are things that will come to you as you walk with god that will not be a surprise to anyone so do not announce the glory of um do not announce that david is king when mm. saul is in the mm. when the evil spirit of the lord has departed from saul because saul will try to kill david Mm. Someone will try to kill David. I, I, I just pray that the Lord expands the word. And also about like, it's just relationships, yeah? Friendships, the people. I just see that you're such a trusting person. I don't know if this, I, I just see that you're such a trusting person. And I, I, I pray that God 
just fills you with the spirit of discernment mm. that your senses are sharpened. So on the day that you should not say no, you do not say no. I just pray that the Lord sharpens your senses so you know who to speak to and who to desist from speaking with. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 If, 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 I may, if I may also add to that, um, a practical way uh, of knowing who to communicate things to is this. Um, when you speak to someone and you give them an intro, if they respond to you with vulnerability, um, there must be vulnerability on the on the listener's part to what God is telling you before you can move forward with them. If I mention an idea to you, and I say to you, no, I, I don't, I don't have to show you the full picture, but I just initiate a conversation with you. I expect that one of the signs is that the Lord will just quicken the person to become vulnerable, to begin to tell you secret things about you know, what the Lord is placing in their hearts for that assignment that you have. That's the sign. Once you speak to somebody and there is no vulnerability, just know that this is not the person. This is not the person. Because when you are speaking to people about the things the Lord has laid in your heart, something must be an inner witness. There must be an, an inner witness. And it looks like, God, where have you been? This is, you know, there's some, wait, wait, come, hold on. Let me show you something the Lord has, has been showing to me. That's how you know. Because you, you have to practically, you know, test test people because really you would also need to speak to people you need to work with people yeah. but you need to be very careful you know just like joy has said you need to be very careful but practically it's one of the things i learned this year as well and that has worked worked magically you know what worked like well let's not use the term magic but it has worked wonderfully because now there are people i don't have to share i've not even said two things out of what is in my playbook and they're already opening up secret things to me and then I know, ah, okay, yes, this is who I'm to speak with. This person understand there is, yes, thank you, Joy, deep will call onto their deep. But once you notice that there's a shallow response to it, shut it down, shut it down, shut it down. Because it's not your idea, it's God's idea. And when I begin to speak God's idea to you, something in your heart will begin to burn. Mm. And when something in your heart begins to burn, you will, you will show me vulnerability. You, may sh you will show me things that you shouldn't even show them that I'm not qualified to see. Mm -hmm. And that's a sign, you know, for who to work with and who not to work with. Thank you. Thank you, guys. I'm just so proud of you all, man. <laughs> Welcome to Sumi, where everyone prophesies. <laughs> so, so, so good. Uh, yeah, really, I was feeling like a proud papa. Like, I'm like, come on now, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not seeing me down, sorry. <laughs> I'm so so proud. I just I just thank God for what he's doing and what he's doing and uh watched uh, your videos. So no. Oh my <laughs> you know, like I say, everyone can prophesy. Everyone. The grace that is on here is pouring on everybody, so it's no big deal. Uh, so that's why I said just the next time you will also be prophesying to someone else. Okay. Uh final word I just want to say to you is firm up your secret place. Firm up your fellowship life with the Lord. Firm it up. Let it be solid, rock solid, uh, because there you will uh, receive strategies, uh, download. Well, you are here in Sumi, so 
naturally you will get better from wherever level you are you will get better and better and be able to discern the things of the spirit and um There's a warfare you, you are going to fight, spiritual warfare that you are going to fight. Uh, you have to fight the warfare. It was not the conversation for today. As, as we progress, it's going to come. Suddenly, people are going to rise up against you. Jess, I'm talking to you. Suddenly, they'll just rise up against you and start to fight and attack you. Uh, that's a sign that you will know that the, in, the, in the calendar of heaven, um, you're going to pick, uh, it's time for the manifestation of something uh, incredible, okay? So watch out for that. Suddenly, out of people that were usually nice and they start to flare up. No, it's not them. There's a spirit stirring them up. So that's why you have to firm up your secret place so that you know you sharpen the warfare, the, your, your, the weapons of your warfare, okay? But it's nothing to fear, you know, you see all these soldiers that are on here, they got your back. Just tell them when and where they come, you know, calling. Yeah. Uh, yes, I said I perceive something that we should pray against. Uh, there's just something in the air that I don't like. Uh, we're just going to pray in the spirit. I know we've uh, overshot our time, but from next week, we'll go back to our two hours. Okay. Apologize for that. Thank you, Jess. Uh, uh, I, I want us to pray in the Holy, in the Spirit. There's, it's in the air, so I know it's the Spirit that I don't know where it's coming from, in particular. But there's a Spirit that um, uh, I described it. Let's just pray in the Holy Ghost. We'll pick the signals. Let's pray in the Spirit. Precious name we pray. Amen. God bless you, Jess. We see your message. I pray for everyone here. Tracy, I see a fire that is about to start, but just as it's about to be ignited, fire means trouble, but it, it was dead on arrival. Dead on arrival. Mm. As immediately as it was about to come up, it went down. So the Lord has, has made the crooked places straight. Tracy, we hear that? Amen. 
He has made a crooked place straight for you in the name of Jesus. Yes, sir. Awesome. Amen. Father, I bless everyone on the call today. I bless each and every one of them. I thank you for uh, the fruits of the spirit that we see amongst everyone. Thank you for the gift of the Holy Ghost uh, that is has been lavishly spent on us. Father, we thank you. Thank you for the words. Thank you for the message tonight. Thank you for the Holy Ghost ever supplying us in Sumi. We are too grateful. And we thank you. I cover each and every one with the blood of Jesus and I draw a bloodline of the blood of Jesus round about. Every face of covering casts that come trying to come upon the face of anyone to steal identity and to present a false narrative. I shut it down in the name of Jesus. I shut down that operation from the pit of hell and I released the fire of the Holy Ghost to consume and destroy by the power of the Holy Spirit. Every fire, every evil fire that is about to be started, we shut it down, dead on arrival in the name of Jesus. And we declare peace over each and every one in the name of Jesus. Your paths shine brighter. Path of the just as a shining light that shines brighter and brighter onto the perfect day. You can never have a better yesterday. Every day you will keep bringing new dimensions of the spirit. I pray that for you all, as you continue to press in tonight in fellowship with the Holy Ghost, he will open up hidden things to you in the name of Jesus. He will help you to locate the things, the hidden secrets of your family that has hindered many things from being made perfect. I pray that he will reveal it and shut it down in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. From Jesus. Precious name we pray. Amen. 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 And the ladies Amen. have not allowed me rest. Ladies' night is on the 14th, right? On Friday to this time. Wow. Ladies' night out. Uh, what is to say about ladies' night? Uh, yeah. Uh, I'll say it when now. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Let me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Talk about. He's announcing it as if no, they are bullying him uh, to announce it now. Yes, wow. Uh, you put on me to come now. So what's my business? Is a ladies night. Toy, tell us about ladies night out. Me? I don't even know anything about it. Uh uh-uh. uh. Really? Really, Tony? Really? Who's on the line? Okay, yeah, Joy, Joy and Naya. Okay, see. Okay, so I think it's going to happen on Friday night from you 7 p.m. You're not sure. I believe. I believe. I, I believe. I'm sorry. Um, 7, 7 p.m. maximum three hours. So before 10 p.m. Nigerian time, everybody's back. You know, everybody's home. Everybody's off the phone. Like, yeah. So it's gonna be nice and interesting. We're gonna have some deep conversations. And contrary to what the men think, we don't talk about them every time we come together. So <laughs> we're we're not gonna be talking about guys. Though. We're gonna be talking about we gatekeepers how oh, we're going to yes. <laughs> how we're going to snatch the world from the men <laughs> yeah. Yeah, anyways uh, i don't know what to say but yeah it's gonna come be nice you. and interesting just come expecting come make your hair let your head down come with a glass of anything you like to drink you know just come and have fun basically <laughs> I hope I I sold it well. <laughs> Mommy G or did I? <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. So 
Uh, thank you everyone for participating. Thank you for tonight. We really extended tonight because uh, we needed to touch on a lot of things, but I'm super grateful for what's going on. Thank you guys for the kind words that you spoke about. So me, thank you. I'm grateful It's a prayer, a prayer to continue to impact our world. And I'm, I'm glad. I was just looking at everyone going, going. I'm like, come on, now, that's what I'm talking about right here. So I can distribute you guys. Don't say something. Mm -hmm. Please don't bring the timekeeper back again. Has he gone? No, I just wanted to check. Miriam, Miriam, you've been very quiet. Are you okay? <laughs> oh, hi, Naya. I'm okay. It's just I had like I had a mini break, but I'm doing well. I thank God for thank God for healing. I was absent because of illness, but I thank God I'm okay. Oh, you didn't tell us. Wow. Okay. Thank you, sister. I, I see you. I see you. <laughs> she will let her head down on Friday. Oh yes. When they say go back, prophesy, your voice will not come down. Well done. <laughs> no, you know, you know, I'm always in motion. If the timing doesn't just favor me, that's right. But mm. the Holy Spirit still does this thing. He doesn't even, he doesn't even seek my need, my permission, you know. Yeah, I opened the door today and you know, mm. 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 Joy, are you jealous? <laughs> you are prophesy, on behalf of everyone. <laughs> Thank, mm. you. Huh? thank you. Thank Please you. Please come for ladies' night, though. That's when I won the, the food that I was eating that day. Come and win food. Come and win food. I in America, waste food. How will she? How will you ship it? Kaya Day is here. He will give us a private jet, and then we used to ship the food. No oh, she, she, you know. You see? You see? <laughs> Brother Kayade, I didn't put oh, you on this start room. We'll call you. No problem. We'll call on your services. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so, um, Helen, I, I took note of what you said. You're not baptizing the Holy Ghost yet, right? Helen, you're not, right? Confirm yeah, um, yeah. Okay, we'll, yeah. Send a, uh, we'll send you a video to just listen to the teachings on it, okay? And then just okay. remind me in case I forget to post it. Okay. Everyone in Zoom must have uh, at least speaking tongues. Then from there, start. Yeah. Okay. So thank you all. God bless you. Comfort. Thank you so much. I'm a living testimony. Hallelujah. Yes. Good night, everyone. Uh, Good night, everyone. Bye. Thank you. Good night, Pastor. Good night. Bye, everyone. Just tonight was your night. People have used prayer and chasing me. It's not fair. Who is that? The timekeeper is telling you people are pushing me. He, he allowed us to be. Today was nice, right? No, he, he's the one that said you know, he did not. Pastor, even you, you were not under pressure. He would just put on How can you cage the Holy Ghost? No, no, no. Where is that timekeeper? We will find him. <laughs> no, he, he actually said today that let's go all out, and I said no. We'll keep the time. So he's actually been nice. So we should forgive him, please. <laughs> well, we'll continue praying so that you always be nice. 
Amen. Amen. Okay. Oh, okay. Four forty-five. Wow. All right. Thank you. See you guys uh, with your ladies' night on Friday. And we. All right, Pastor. We'll invite you as special guest one of these days. Hey, one of these days. <laughs> bye bye. You want to come tomorrow? No, now. <laughs> Good night, everybody. All right, then. See you guys soon. Bye. Oh, it's that's...